the goblins will get you if you don't watch out to take you and shake you until you shout stop look and listen it's halloween there's witches and broomsticks that's right just kicking it we are celebrating my favorite month and holiday you know it's great How's your Halloween steak? Um, that's right. So, <laughs> you know what's great is Pride Month is 30 days, Black History Month is 28 days, but my favorite month is 31 days. Ah, yes. You gave me a look like, don't get me canceled. <laughs> no, 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 because I was about to say something repugnant. <laughs> you are listening to the Knife Party Podcast with your host, Zach Evergreen, and joined with me is one Jonathan Fallen with the crisp crack, crack of, of the, the claw. claw. I don't have not a clack, with me. Not a clack. No, no clacks. Look, no, no clack of the claw, and especially no sharing clacks. And now, uh, if you want to know what a clack is, you'll have to join the Hoodcast AF Action Figure Podcast Patreon. Which uh, there is clack episodes where we go in depth about clacks, and some of that's Slime Rack Radio, and some of that's also you know the Action Figure Podcast. You, you got one minute and thirty seconds to plug your show. What do you think? Uh, uh, we're not the normal Action Figure show. No. Anyone can listen to it. In fact, I even put a five star rating. Everyone, you did, and yeah, there's a lot of drama going on between our both our podcasts, man. Then how come you're on the show? Because I can negate. All that shit, and come on and talk about a film that I love. It's 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 easy cheese, dude. Or what what is what is what is uh, Fur Dog say? Uh, yeah, como estas, mi amigo? Oh, como estas, mi amigo? I don't, I don't I don't know what he said. Oh yeah, he goes. Don't no problemo. No problemo. Which I say all the time. He by always the way. likes to speak in in Spanglish. Yes. You know, don't cheese me off. Yeah. Um. Dude, I have some things on Dead Girl about that. So, yes, uh, listen to uh, Hoodcast AF if you're into collectibles. And um, it's a very great show, especially if you like drama. And I encourage all my fans to go to their website. And we are the number one action figure podcast just because of the banter we speak. And it doesn't matter. We don't give a fuck. We're a man's podcast who collects figures. I don't care if you got a fucking girlfriend or not. All right, guys. It doesn't matter. All right, let's enjoy the episode. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Groovy. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen. Join with me, if you didn't hear the ad. Uh, my ads are great, by the way. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, let me <laughs> Hello. Hit my, there you go. Sorry. I, I was just trying to 
because our voices can sound similar at times because we are brother cousins. Well, a lot of people are and fucking And that's not incestual at all. No. It's I always not. say... Maybe I should talk in a deeper register. So I always say uh, we're difference. brothers and we're cousins. No incest, long story. And uh, that's just because my mom, who's a whore, hooked up with your dad when she needed money. Well, we don't know if that's actually true, but it's probably uh, true. My mom actually told me that. Yeah, but your mom, like, still needs money. And your <laughs> and your dad still needs pussy. Well, did, at well, least. Well, he's got money. I'm just waiting for him to die. Not, no, 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 no. Okay, that sounded really bad. Oh, you think you're getting but, everything? You know, you know your fucking half-sister is getting everything because of reparations she's had like. That's true also, but I'm also good with like all she's the my, bad jokes. She's my cousin as well, so I'm not yes. I'm not talking shit. She's I'm also just a being very funny. nice lady. She's a grown-up woman now. She is. And um, don't look up cousin porn. And shit no, like no, that. do don't not. Don't do that. No, look up grandpa porn. That's what you're grandpa into. Grandpa porn right? dude has the hottest chicks, dude. I tell you, I tell you, man. You're not looking at for like old man penis. You're looking at for like the hottest chicks. So, uh, welcome to season two, everybody. Um, I know this is not the first episode, but I'm just saying welcome. Um, now, you guys listen on the free feed. You are months behind. You know what? Fuck you, dude. You just made my shit list. Oh, for saying I did? that. You just made my shit list. Well, you know what? I want to die like Jesus Christ, so. Of course you do. Yeah. We are talking about one of my favorite fur dog movies. Actually, you know what's funny? I actually put this above on rewatchability over T2. Really? Unrewatchability. I've seen this movie more than I've seen Terminator 2. Actually. I don't think I have because Terminator 2 was unescapable for a it, long time. It is. And also, my brother had a problem with watching this movie constantly, and I hated it for T2, so long. T2, not this movie. Yeah, T2. And, uh, you know, until I saw the director's cut or the. That's. Know, yes, exactly. It's the I was, best. I was the same way. I thought that T2 was a cash grab kind of a, a good, a great sequel, but. Until I saw the director's cut, I was like, oh my god, they answered so many questions. I mean, if you really want to cheese them off, say hasta la vista, baby. Baby. Hasta la vista, baby. Okay, um, so we're going to get into Pet Cemetery too, but first, we need to talk about what's going on. Um, there is a colossal, huge feud going on with our podcast. What's, now, not you what, and I. What's the Spanish word for big? Uh, grande. Grande. That's it's like Starbucks. Grande, baby. What, what's Vente? I don't know. Vente's Italian, and it means 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Fucking Vente's. No. <laughs> no I, it I, means I, very good friend. I, I love it. I love it in... um in, uh, uh, goes. I love it in um fucking role models where he goes, tall, grande, venti. Great, you're retarded in three languages. <laughs> Okay, uh, anyway, so uh, what's what's going on on the uh, – uh, we'll get to the movie, believe me, but we, we need to settle some hash here. Um, we have rival podcasts. We, so no, we're not rivals. Not rivals, no. We, but we, we started there's shit. There's feuds going on, man, and me and you aren't feuding, but our side characters and you are. So I have uh, Mike TV. He makes uh, the show not all possible. No, not at all. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he does the whole uh, – can't you shut up? Boy, what a great and show. And also, too, he is a mushmouth. Um, well, he, he does an impression of Todd McFarlane. Now, oh, I sent you that picture of Mike TV's original name, right? In, in from Willy Wonka? Yes, you did. Yes. That was his original name, dude. I did not know that. Yeah. What, what was that? Send, send it to me again. Or, uh, or say hold on. Let me, let me look. Uh, it's going to be documented here, but I will send it to you. Uh, Mike TV's original name, and you should call him this, was Herpes Trout. 
Now, why Herbie's Trout? That oh, it's just his name. That's really Mike TV's from 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 uh, the script from the book from the script of Willy Wonka, like and the, the kid book, Herbie's Trout. His name is Herbie's Trout in real life. Yes. No. 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 The character from Willy Wonka in the book, Raoul Dahl, who wrote it. It's Herpes, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Herpes Trout. Herpes Trout. Oh, my God. Okay. You have to use this. You didn't. Okay, you sent me that picture and, I, and like, that meme or whatever. You're like, what is this? I, I didn't get it, you know, so I didn't use it. But now that I know that Raul Dahl, not to be confused with uh, Raul from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, actually named his character Herpes Trout. And you have Holy a character fuck. named Mike TV so on your show. So who's the real bad guy here? Grandpa Joe or Herpes Trout. <laughs> well, I just know that you have a character on Mike TV who is picking fights with me. I've gotten death threats, dude. Well, I'm slightly deaf in my left ear, so speak louder. <laughs> well, I mean, keep <laughs> drinking your liquor because candy is dandy, but one is quicker. Um, so yeah, what's go- what's going on? Cream. What's going on here? All right, so okay, I uh, we like to. Uh, there is no. There is no few. Okay, there's few. There is no competition in podcasts because this is on demand radio. At least I do radio. I don't know about you. I don't edit or anything. Um, but um, it seems that Burn. by trying to promote you guys, by trying to use my 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 golden pipes okay. to do voices, yes, and to try to promote you guys, and you know a little bit myself, but but mainly you know up writing reviews, this and that, calling into certain characters. So on hoodcastaf.com. Even, even giving you your best line ever that you use to this day. Hey, Matt, have you ever done those? Yeah, you can't recreate it. Now, that actually, was magical. Oh, we have when we've and been drinking. Everyone loves it. So, so I gave you this, and what I get in return is, is a get, bunch of hate. Is so much hate. You have this uh, pot penis guy who doesn't hot dog. Hot dog has. Pipes of steel. Dude. Well, he is pot penis guy from now on because he's cock is on the internet and uh, he's being. Um, it's true. Do you think? Are you guys going to do I a fun? Seen it yet though? Are you guys going to do a fundraiser for that two thousand dollars? Well, I just have to see his cock first. I don't know. I have to know if it's worth to raise the money for. Or uh, what are you talking about then? I don't know. I I, I heard. Does he cut his dick with a butter knife? No. That <laughs> that's um that's someone else very close to me. Yes, that uh, I will not mention is is. Z, he BC, he, Z, he probably he probably parties. Um, there's a then there's Mike TV who he I, I like the party. I I do I do, sorry do I did like Mike TV, but I think I've worked myself into a shoot with him because I don't know if he if we're actually actually cool on one of the last episodes when you you did call in as a character and you can do that by going on hoodcastaf.com and there's a voice message button on the side you click that we'll play every fucking call. Wait a minute, D- don't you also have a Patreon? Yeah, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash hoodcastaf. It's it's really easy. It's only three dollars, and you can join that broadcast naked tier, and you get all kinds of different extras. And um, just to undercut you, remember join the party at Night Party Pod. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. At uh, patreon.com slash pod. There, you can join the party for only $1. Now, I know you freebies are only getting one episode a week now. I'm sorry. I can't just keep tugging the He's line. He's not a fucking machine, man. I, I'm a workhorse. He doesn't even know Nick Cage. So, anyway, um, you can get the Power Glove podcast for only $1 plus one month early access ad-free to everything except for my um, ones I'm doing like now. Also, for the I Got Five Kids to Feed for $5, you not only get that, but you're going to get the brand new podcast we're doing, Face the Mirror with Jeff the Tech, who's now, again, making the show all possible, and also Knife Party After Dark, which is 
Nick Neo, who's our biggest benefactor, our, our biggest uh, contributor, um, it's it's basically oh, I drunk di- I basically drunk dial him, and uh, uh, we do a podcast, and it's actually quite funny. And I have guests on as well. And sometimes it's just us after recording, and we just keep the mics on and just see what kind of comes up. So that's good stuff. And for twenty dollars to stop the bike, stop the bike. Speaking of the fur dog, you actually get Love to be on the show. You get to pick out your movies, and you get sweet, sweet merchandise. How is that awesome fucking hoodie I gave you? That's- no, it's really great. It's really soft, really nice. It's almost like I'm trapped in fur, dog. Yeah, I get you. Also, <laughs> on top of this, you got to remember, I don't fuck around when it comes to merchandise. I spend the high dollar. I got like- No, same thing with me. Like, dude, I like our, our hoodies- the Enough hood about your podcast. Are so soft. They're so great. Too. How come I didn't fucking get one? I'll get you one, dude. Dog. I'll get you a fur dog. Dog. Como estas, mi amigo? Como estas, mi, mi amigo? amigo. Ah! All right. Mom! So uh, let's talk about our movie in question now that we got our plugs out of the way. So do you think this, real quick though, before we move on, do you think this feud is going to continue? Do you think it's going to boil over ahead? Because I will tell you this. It's going to it's gonna go to a T, and I think it'll be wrapped up on you, a Christmas you, episode because that is the final, or maybe even like, you know, moving dude, forward dude, dude, to dude, dude, WrestleMania dude, dude, dude. because that's when things time are all solved. Out, time out, time out. Time okay. Out, time out. Um, you guys record on Fridays? Yes, we do. We record on Fridays. Um, and you, you know what? If someone were to send me... A link to Ooh. the show. Wow. Right. If someone like a great hacker yes. can get like Tony Danza's number exactly. or anything like, you know, great hacker, you know. And get, could get Vanilla Ice on the show. I'm pretty sure that one could get one Zachary Evergreen on the Knife Party pod no, where we could settle this mano e mano. What's weird is like- I on, could show my shoulders. On StreamYard, I use the same stream constantly mm-hmm. and a lot of people have it. And so it could be shared haphazardly. It could be. Yes. And then I might have to uh, chime in sooner rather than later mm-hmm. and defend myself. It could happen. And the good thing about you is you could just sit back and let the circus play out. <laughs> no, that's what I do, man. I'm, I'm the show administrator. I'm also the, the most funniest I, gentleman I, on the I, show. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time we uh, we, we uh, dug up some bodies. Speaking of which, we're talking Pet Cemetery 2 today. So uh, let's- Which is the better? Well, okay. I'm not saying it's better. Pet Cemetery 2 is not better than number one, mm. but I will watch it more than Pet Cemetery 1. Pet Cemetery 1 has great scenes and it's a, it's it's a great film, but it's Are we talking the rewatchability of it is not great. So I rank it this way and people are gonna hate me, but fuck you. This is my podcast and I'm a cinemaphile and I'm way better at at judging and grading movies than you guys are. It goes in order of ranking Pet Cemetery 2. Pet Cemetery the remake and then Pet Cemetery 1. What? Yes. What? Yes. The remake is terrible. Fuck off. It's They're... fucking awful, dude. Okay, can we agree that this one's the best one out of all of them? I can agree with you on that. Because yes. the first one is one of those movies you're supposed to like it. Nah, you're just thinking that because maybe like it didn't come out on time for your age, you know, possibly. And but look, a little kid dies in it. That's the scene that everyone loves, you know, or or like remembers forever. That sticks in their hearts like when Gage dies and then when Gage comes oh, back. Oh sh- shit, for, I forgot. I need to shout out Jazz, our uh newest Patreon at $20. Thank you so much, Jazz. Um I appreciate you 
and uh, I hope I can get you on the show. Smooth jazz. Yeah, well, no, it's a, it's a girl. She's blonde, and um, she is way above any of the mongoloids that you guys have on your show. Not you, obviously. You're so happily you're married. She's a 10. No. She's. <laughs> dude, dude, wait. You shouldn't have said that. No, no, no. Here's why. Her hair is blonde, and you know I only go you for redheads. Like I only go for redheads. Yes. Right. So well. you know, if she dyes her hair, then then my marriage is in question. That being said, let's move on with the movie. Do you want to start with the trailer? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Hey, what are you doing? Getting things ready for mom. Mom's dead, Jeff. Mom! She doesn't have to be. Something strange. Now, I didn't think much about it until I saw him drag the body out of the coffin. Something ancient. Bury your own. Something evil. Was it your idea of a joke to send me blood from a dead animal? This dog is alive. Not this dog. Something terrifying is happening in Ludlow, Maine. Again. Pick up your family and get the hell out of that town. Pet Cemetery 2. Dude, that's the same dude who did the voice for House and Stuff. But yeah, like a lot of the same announcers do like a lot of the uh, horror trailers. Well, that was stuff. the guy that did a lot of the Orion and Lionsgate and shit like that. You know, they couldn't afford Fontaine or whatever the fuck his name was. Well, there's a couple of movie show guys and like they're all pretty good, you know? Yeah. It's, it's the fun movie guys that who sound like this. They're terrible. I fucking hate that shit. Okay, so uh, before we get into this, I'm going to let you know, I bought this Blu-ray very recently. I was going to watch it. We had plans to do this for six fucking months we've been talking about doing this movie. And it just, like, the stars didn't align. Now we're doing it, and uh, that's awesome. Let me tell you how I prepared for this movie. You bought the fucking script. I bought the fucking script. I'm seeing the script right here. Jonathan... Fuck taking notes. He brought the fucking script, but I and seen, I read it, and it took me thirty five minutes. <laughs> I have seen this movie over a hundred times, easily, and I mean easily, easily. So I'm going off memory here. I am going to watch it, and then I might make an addendum if I miss anything. We'll see. I will tell you what's different when you go over the movie, and what's different in the script. Now, first off, I'm going to tell you. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! We no, haven't no. started. We haven't started. No, yet. I know, but this okay. is before the movie starts. Now, on the cover of the script. Like, it has everyone's signatures. Like, the dude from, you know, the fucking medical ER show uh, who plays Jeff's dad or or Fur Dog's dad. Uh, His name is Chase. Where's Mr. Brown at? Uh, Somewhere on there. I don't know. Like, all their signatures are hard to read. Clancy Brown, right there. Clancy Clancy Brown. Brown. My favorite villain. Fur Dog's signature does not... It's like... It's looking like a bunch of W's and then a flow for Fur Dog. Uh, But then he, he does... Quote unquote. Wait a Jeff. minute. Hold on. Now look. Now his name is Jeff. J E F F. Now if you look in the script, it's spelled G Geoffrey. G off. No, just G off. Like G E O F. Look, we know that's Jeff, but it, look, it's it, it sounds G off. Okay, fuck G off. Now I don't know if they changed that later because also 
uh, Gus Gifford, Dude, who is a- Clancy Brown, plays Gus Gifford, right? Yeah. His name in this is Gus Gilbert. Gilbert does sound lame. Uh, Gifford sounds kind so of So within the, the, the recent years, there was the movie with Johnny Depp and, and everything. Like, you know, Gilbert, what's eating Gilbert Grape? And I think they wanted to go away from that because of- Gilbert Grape came out a year before this. If I'm not mistaken. You're probably right, or maybe two years, but still- Dude, I'm really good at remembering fucking movies when they came out. <laughs> there was, you know, and it's, uh, everyone's thinking, you know, uh, DeCaprocock going, Gilbert, Gilbert, I might die at any time. Matching the gas tank, boom, boom. Like, nobody wants Gilbert and saying Gilbert constantly. Actually, I think it's- you just made a Simpsons joke. Bang, bang, sugar in the gas tank, ex-husband strikes again. Oh, Rex that- Banner. That's the one when um, Bart falls in love with uh, Miss Corbopel. Oh, okay. Remember that? Yeah, Okay. I do. Notice the fur dog, though, signs just like I would sign when I was going under the name Father Heel. A lot of up and down strikes. Yeah, that looks just like my signature when I was in Heaven's... Well, I am Heaven's Heels. And then down here, that looks like my actual signature, which is kind of funny. Anyway, uh, okay, so um, before we get truly started, this is the longest intro we've ever done. Um, this got Fuck tw- Trulies. I drink claws. It's, <laughs> it's got uh, 21% on the Rotten Tomatoes meter and 31% audience score. That's bad. Those people suck, man. What would you give this? Look, and look, I'm a Fur Dog fan, so I'm oh, kind of jaded. Even, real quick, I was about to say, I don't even let the Fur Dogginess. <laughs> Dude, that's a movie meter, the fur dogginess. So on the fur doggy style scale, um, it really doesn't affect it but about 10 points. I actually think the fat best friend and the mom and um, uh, Clancy Brown actually make this movie. Yes. Fur dog is just Clancy, a great- all the way, 100%. Dude, and and also the dad from ER. Um, but fur dog does help. He's a, he's the sizzle on the steak, but the steak is there. Uh, what would you give this on uh, the evergreen tomato scale? Evergreen tomato scales. I'm gonna give it a 82 percent. 82 percent. I give it a 92. The fur doggy meter. I'm gonna give it an 89. I'm gonna and give it a 99 why. because this is his early early life before he did brain scan. I was just about to say how would how does this compare to brain scan? It makes sense. He's the same character almost no, because I, his I mean, mother yeah. dies. It almost no, in and, a and car then he wreck, gets, so after still. this he gets into horror movies and he gets a new dad. Yeah. And the dad kind of looks the same. Do we see his dad in Brain Scan? We don't. I don't think we see his dad in Brain Scan. I don't, I don't remember. No, I think we do in a memory, but he's Brain younger. Brain Scan is free on YouTube if you want to look Brain Scan up. Oh, fuck, dude. Well, Brain Scan's great. We, we did a, a Brain Scan episode, and it was very, very, it was in the early days. We were really the, drunk. Yes. Uh, that's what I was alluding to, <laughs> but okay. Um, Let's do it. My promise to everybody is I start sober when I do podcasts now. Just, uh, you know, if you want to hear me drunk, go on the After you Dark have a Show. meeting, dude? You want a meeting now? Fuck no, dude. I'm just, I'm, I not, just, I'm not a very good sponsor. Just dude. if I'm charging, I'm pe- an enabler, apparently. Oh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. you enable people to call in drunk on your podcast yes, so then I true. can get flack. Right. I'm never writing. By the way, how come you haven't written me a fucking review? Anyway, going on. Uh, oh, dude, we're finally, you're finally on iTunes. So, I yeah, know. now I can. And guess what? It changed nothing. <laughs> it changed nothing. Because you just started. We didn't get one, and we have 100 episodes up. You'd think one motherfucker. It takes a while. 
Okay. You have to like tell your listeners to go on iTunes, leave a review because it helps. It does. Um, by the way, if you want to see my our little niche podcast, it's um, knifepartypod.podbean.com, uh, and that's actually where we get most of our listens from, believe it or not, especially internationally. Apparently, fuck, fuck uh, Podbean. I like Podbean. I do. I, I really do. I started on there too, but fuck Podbean. Okay. Well, I mean, they can you know, go fuck themselves in the ass. They're not a they're not Look, a sponsor. There's what service. I would say to Podbean. You're not my mother. So this got 97 if you add it all up between the two and divide. So uh, or sorry, not 97, 87. And I think that's 80, how it works. I, I think 87 is a good fucking score. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So uh, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, we have obviously we just mentioned a lot of people. We have Clancy Brown. We have Eddie Furlong, who that is a generous picture of him because he looks even shittier than that right now. Dude, have you, like, I sent you the clip of his new movie. Mm hmm. Uh, I forget what it's called. Like, it's not The Hills Have Eyes. It's something about. Oh, dude, I told you. um, And, like, I told you about this. Uh, Remember, I said there was a guy stalking him, and, like, he he has a whole, like, diary of of following him around to Comic Cons. Really? Yeah, and he actually was on the set of the movie that they were filming, and um, all- It wasn't me? No, it wasn't you. <laughs> I, I sent it to you. This was like about eight months ago, nine okay. months ago, maybe. This dude, and he's a fat guy, and he always like, it's weird. It's He's got like a kind of a crush on and fur I'll, dog. And, I'll say again, it wasn't me. It was not you. Okay. Um, But uh, yeah, so- I know he's working on you, but he looks like shit, dude. He looks like our Nana, and I'm not even kidding. The movie- uh, the trailer for the new movie, I forget what it's called, but it, it does not look that good. And he plays like this dude who knows about the spirituality of like the werewolf kind of shit going on, and it just looks dumb. I'll still watch it because it's a fur dog movie, but he does look old and bloated. You know how fur dog does does look now. So check it out. Um, also, there's Anthony Edwards who plays Chase Matthews, uh, his dad, who looks better than fur dog right now. They almost look the same age. Yeah, they do. They really do. Drugs and alcohol can really fuck you up. Then we have Clancy Brown, who's a stud even to this day. Yeah, Clancy Brown, great voice. He could be a VO, but great you know, and like face. I remember, like he was in like you know the redo of uh, not redo, but like the Dexter, the next season with the snow level. It was all a snow level. You know, Ew. and it, like it, it, it sucked, man. Like I hated it, but Clancy Brown was the main bad guy, dude. And I knew he was the main bad guy starting off dude, the series. I never even finished it. I didn't. Me, I got all the way to the last episode, did not finish it because I didn't fucking care anymore. Let me. And just, it's not that Clancy Brown was bad. The just the whole the Dexter shit was not good anymore. Let me let me name a couple of things, and you will know Clancy Brown is a fucking actor's actor. He's in this. He's Shawshank. in Shot. Thank you. Yeah. And he's in Starship Troopers. To yep. name a few. Yeah. Like, he's in every movie he's in. You're like, you can, he's, okay, he's the Ric Flair of movies, and this is what I mean. When he's on screen, you cannot take your eyes off him. He has your attention 100%. And he's a man's man, dude. Goddamn right he is. John Wayne ain't got shit on Clancy Brown. Plus, you know, John Wayne's a fag. Well, yeah, I heard that before. Yeah, you know, I installed part. two-way mirrors. But there's nothing wrong with one. that. No, there's nothing wrong nothing with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> he is, you guys. I installed two-way mirrors, mirrors in his pad in Brentwood. So then also we have, uh, most importantly, Lisa Watts. She's so hot. She's, She's fucking Drew's so- mom, right? Dude, and look at her right now. She is Gorgeous to this day. What other movies has she God done? Damn it, she was born in '61. She she looks like she's maybe 39. But I, dude, I've jerked off to this movie to her. 
Wow. You know, and like you see, that's, a, that's you see, disgusting. You see half a boob for a second, and it's not even like the werewolf scene where like you see fur dog's dead mom so with the werewolf head. The only she's been in a lot of shitty movies, which is really sad. But um, you know the scene where she's drunk wearing the bathrobe. Oh my god. Uh, she's been in a lot of TV though. Uh, let's see. Most of these actors are all TV, except for uh, Ferdog, Clancy for Brown. The people, Castle, Bones. She was in Bones. Boston Legal. Everyone's in Bones. I fucking I hate Bones. It's the, the angel dude. Frasier. I didn't know that. She was only a guest star, though. Dark Skies, uh, My So-Called Life, and also The X-Files. Wow. When okay. she was really young. So, anyway, there you go. That is our cast and crew. Let's go ahead and get started. Jonathan has the script in front of him. I haven't seen this in a while. We're going off memory here. Let's go ahead and start the show. <laughs> That's the episode, just us doing... To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Fuck, that, that was, was even better. better. <laughs> that was better. God fucking damn it. Fucking damn it. So, we start off. Now, you have the script, so stop yeah, me. And absolutely. also, too, I, like I said, I was about to watch this today, but we decided to do the podcast today because the stars aligned. So if I'm not mistaken, we're starting, and I'm getting it confused with brain scan because I wanted to say we see right. him crawling, but we don't. We see his mom, who is kind of like a Marilyn Monroe kind of lookalike. It starts off like like kind of like a hammer film, and you yeah. see like a castle and all this like candlelit shit. Yeah, she's walking down the candelabra and you see like thunder outside and it really starts off where we see the film film, not like the set film. So it's right. kind of like... You see the old school, not old school, but like you know, like a shitty hammer, hammer film. film is the exact And I remember when I saw this in the theater, I was like, oh man, this is gonna but suck. the cool thing about it though is it reminds me a lot of Behind the Mask where it's like you see what's going on in the film, but then what's going... But it only right. happens for a second. So you see her walk down and then she goes over to like a coffin and then these arms come up and they grab her and then she starts laughing there. Cut, cut, yeah, cut. cut, cut. This shit sucks. Okay. And she goes, can I get a cigarette? And like, she's like, things are poking me, blah, blah, blah. He's not doing it right. And then, blah, blah. Then we see Jeff and she's like, Jeff. And he goes, yeah, mom. Jeff is Edward Furlong. Yes. The and he's got a Circle K jacket on. I what is that? I don't know. Is I, it like a punk band? Are they supposed to say the Dead Kennedys? I or always what thought it? it was a Dead Kennedys thing, and then you go, you're fucking retarded, Zach. And I go, okay, sorry. I don't know. I was guessing. Because I've never seen a jacket with a Circle K except for Circle K, the gas station. Maybe you got it at Kmart. Where I don't strange know. things are afoot. Strange things are always afoot at Circle, Circle K. K. So, uh, yeah, we get this scene, and... Um, after, you know, they, they cut, they're going to redo this shot, and then there's, like, a, a thing, and... Uh, uh, Dude spills, like, like the water or his yeah. drink or whoa, something whoa. like that. Forget you forgot. That you forgot. The, oh, yeah, so they have to wet the set to make it look more gloomy. And then, um, here's a... Uh, Wait, the, does Fur Dog say the thing, like, I love you? Well, I was just getting... Yeah. She she goes, I love you, Jeffrey. And he goes, I love, I love you more. more. And, and then he's you know, so nonchalant, goth. So, and like, look, us growing up, we're super goth. So this this relates. What do you mean, growing us. up? Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some of us got out of the goth. Everyone way. knows I still I have a shrine to Peter Steele in my fucking purple room. All yeah, right. That's yeah. pretty goth. All right. Love you more. But you know what? <laughs> Best still, friends forever. I still got better shoulders than everyone on your show, except for you. That is. Anyways, fuck you, Mike TV. I'm sorry. I just had to get it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they redo the scene, and she walks down, and then a light, a lighting fixture drops, 
and it g catches the water, and then she's holding on to the wrought iron thing, and she's like, Wow. The fur dog, Jeff, is he's witnessing the whole thing. And what thing. does he do? Hold on. I'll do her. You do the fur dog. Cut, cut, cut. So anyway, then her face, just for like dramatic horror fashion, falls onto the wrought iron and starts So in the script, when Edward Furlong oh. uh, yells, or Jeff, the character yells mom, it only has two exclamation marks after mom. And mom is not spelled out M-O-M-M-M-M-M. Hold on, hold on. It's just M-O-M. Let me fact check this. Yeah, I only I only see two. But in the movie, if you put it on subtitles, it has five. Wow. That's for deaf people, dude. They need to know about the Edward Furlong mom craziness. Also, in every movie he's in, there's something fucked up about his mom. Either she's dead or she's like trying to kill know, the world. Did you know if you put it on um on on the subtitles, it also says fur dog's voice in parentheses. <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, shit, though. But there, I swear to God. I already pictured it. It's in my mind. It's yeah, so you're never going to unsee it. So in this scene, she mm. dies, right? Mm -hmm. Now, in the script, there's a whole scene where they try to bring her back to life. And for like, dog. Like on the set? Uh, on, on the, the set, set. Okay. Paramedics come in because, like, when you're in a film crew, there's always, you know, uh, safety people, uh, paramedics or something on set. Like, yeah, of course. Within, within the studio, you know, so they arrive quickly. And they, you know, put like the the shit on her and like do the the compression the stuff. The George Clooney things, like what do you call that thing? The 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 CPR thing, but it's like the shocker thing. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. They, I think they do that. And he's like, "You gotta bring her back. You gotta bring her back." That's the key to Pet Cemetery. Like, bring her wow. back. Wow. Why did they? He not, says, "Why you did have they cut to that out?" And he's screaming, "You have to bring her back." Why you did they cut that out? That makes most sense, right? So this this movie is um uh I saw an hour and forty minutes, meaning it's ten minutes over your normal runtime of ninety, which no one obeys, by the way. And Marvel, I'm looking at you. They that was under two minutes. They should have kept that in. They should have, or at least like a memory, like where he dreams it or something, you know, where you you see back to where like he's feeling it again yeah. later in the movie. You it, know, you know what it would have worked in the Zowie scene where he's on the chair. Oh, not to mention that Zowie song. That song's great, Jan King. Uh, I might have to look that up later. Uh, so, um, regardless, uh, they, so they cut that out. That's bullshit because, yes, you're right. Foreshadowing is very important in movies and comedy. Like, it's a Pet cemetery movie. You have to bring her back. That's cool. There's a lot of history out there. There's a lot of history. You know, <laughs> Mike V-Town sucks a lot of cock. You know, there's a lot of history about There's a lot of history on his VCR. You know, he's got his mom and she's uh, he's you got to do that, Creed. You can't do that. By the way, did I ever tell you when I went to Mikey V Town's house for because you were there and I used his bathroom and mm. it was like a pure fur yes, dog. I've been there. It's like fur dog. And then he wanted everywhere. us to play magic on a table that probably had come on it. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> even putting my cards with garters. No, on I that. know it had come on it because like I remember talking. His mom to was him, on it. Like because oh. like he had a DVD of uh, uh, Mary Carey Ten Man Cum Slam. How did he land his wife or his ex-wife though? Because she's hot. Uh she's not hot. I'm just weird, huh? Let's just see you, dude. Yeah. All right. All right. So then, um, if I'm not mistaken, now correct me if I'm wrong. You have the script in front of me. I haven't yep. seen this in two years. 
You know what's funny? I, this was the last movie. It's I, a cut. Yeah, this is the last movie I watched before we moved into the cutting room floor. This is when we were at the, um, you know, in Vallejo. Anyway, um, I think it's the the uh, funeral scene. Hard cut to funeral scene. Yeah. So let's move on with the movie. That's we, what it basically it we, is. We see Jeff. Uh, Edward Furlong's character, and he's very distraught, and he puts down like one single rose. He's he's crying. He it's actually can't act. So goth. Whenever, yes. whenever Edward Furlong has any mommy issues, the motherfucker can act. Like, sir, do you need a meeting? You're all about the fur dog right now, and I how know. he can act. He can act, dude. You're right. Fur dog can fucking act, and I don't know if he can act nowadays. But back then, he was the shit. I guarantee if you took a fishing pole and put crack cocaine on it and waved it in front of the camera, he would act. Well, if it's cut with heroin, he's in. <laughs> so, um, anyway, you know what's funny? We should do a death pool. I guarantee he, he'd he be a good pick for death pool. Nah, roaches, like, die. You know I what? mean, like, they, they stay alive, you know? Yeah. It's like, the worst people that, stay alive. That Not being, that he's the worst, but, you know. That being said, in uh, David David Benson's death pool, I've won two years in a row, and he told me you can no longer pick pro wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't pick the fiend though, or Bray Wyatt. No, I did not. Nobody did, dude. That it was not. Dude, I'm I'm really getting bummed out. Let's go back. I'm like legit getting, but let's go back to the movie. So in this funeral scene, after like you know the whole gothic where he throws like one rose down. Okay. Oh yeah, you, all the paparazzi come and they start taking pictures, and then we see Gus Gifford played by Clancy Brown go show some respect. And he's the show sheriff. Show some respect. Show some respect. Show and then some respect. and then one guy gets handsy and he goes, I said, back off. Show some respect. Dude, and he's a man. That dude backs the fuck off. And Clancy Brown is what, 6'4? Six, 6'5? Six, dude, he's huge and he's menacing. And he's got a beautiful Can you be fucking more menacing? voice. No, I don't think so. That guy, I'm. Th- th- here's why God hates me. Um, that dude has a voice for radio and a face for movies. I just want one or the other, dude. Yeah, you don't need to be that much. With a face like mine every day's Halloween. Yeah, well, we'll get into that <laughs> scene. So, so like, well, okay. So after this, Chase, uh, Fur Dog's dad is there, Jeff's dad, and he go like Clancy comes up to him. He's like, he's like, hey, yeah, your uh, wife, you know, uh, she's big Hollywood. You Does know, he blah, say blah. something weird like she, I was sweet on your girl or yes, something? Yes, he like, says he something says like something that because they were we were high school, and he says it to Jeff. Oh yeah, he goes. We were high school. No, 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 not in this scene, not in the funeral scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's at at the uh, lab. That's that's, at the, a, uh, that's at when they get the animal collection. Um, we have this scene, and we just kind of see him, like, crying and everything else. And then um, I think at this point we see the movers moving in boxes, and then we see uh, a box. This is Renee's clothes, and it falls down. Well, hold on. At the funeral yeah. scene, he talks to Chase, and uh, Chase goes, yeah, we just need to get away, you know, away from, the from city. everything. Yeah, because the they, were, they were in L.A. So the small town, like, where – and she wants to be buried in her old school, high school town. So, you yeah, know. the movie takes place in Maine, but – the they moved out of the big city, which we assume is Hollywood. So in the script, that conversation with Chase and and Gus Gilbert Gifford goes on, and let's not confuse our audience. The ones that don't pay are stupid. He goes, he goes. Hey, I heard you hired Marjorie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we, Marjorie, we did the whole thing. We get to see Marjorie in a second, but yeah, Marjorie is their housekeeper. But yeah, keep going, and then and then bring so it into the they, Renee's they clothes. They cut the movie differently because in the script they already hired Marjorie. They didn't need uh, audition. So in the film, they do. She shows up to the house where the box comes down, and there's a bunch of clothes. 
you know, falls over and he says, like, Jeff, can we get rid of this stuff? Give it to Goodwill. And he goes, like, no, she wouldn't want that. And, like, we got to, he's, and, and, you know, Chase, you know, he's like, you know, my son just had his, his wife die, or, you know, his mom die. Like, yeah, we're going to keep I don't think stuff. he was that in love with his mom, but you never know. Right. Well, yeah, yeah it's the fur dog. But still, Marjorie comes in. She's like, is this the place? Da, da, da. And she's going to be like the helper, the housekeeper, cook meals, whatever they need, you know, for the time being. Be the mom, kind well, of. Let me ask you something real quick. Do you know they're remaking Pet Cemetery 2? What? I'm not shitting you. I'm not saying that, like, because people think it's a great movie. It's only us who do. And certain other people who love it. They're making Pet Cemetery 2? A remake, yeah. Is it straight to like you know what? Fuck it. Do you want horror sites on Amazon? Dude, I just shit, heard like, about it today when we were talking about it. Let you know what? Let's go ahead and watch the trailer real quick. Yeah, I mean, I know I need it's, to see this. Okay, okay. By the way, this is probably going to be a longie. So, yeah, don't. You think so? Well, uh, it's called. It was called the Pet Cemetery Two remake, and now it says Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Let's go ahead and watch the trailer just to get it out of the way. This evil is something different. Ludlow, love the town. Where do you think we should go? Wherever. Let's just enjoy every second of getting the heck out of Ludlow. Is it looks like a nice doggy. I like it so far. The first place I learned about death was a pet cemetery. The secret place. I like it so far. Too. I love the imagery. I do. The trailer's dope. Dead things buried in that land would come back. There's something. Oh, it's going to be on Paramount Plus. Can you hear them? Based on the novel? Wait a minute. I thought there's a There's a novel? I know. That's what I'm saying. Bloodlines, I guess. I don't I think know. something's wrong. Continue. I'm going to watch it, definitely. Oh, yeah. But there's no fur dog, though. The people built the pet cemetery. It's more about the animals. Evil. I think it's more about it's the Indian me. lore. That's what they're pushing. Yeah. I like the whole spiral thing, though. Oh, dude, I like the blood dripping from, like, the sunflowers. Yeah. That's a new thing in horror. Instead of corn, sunflowers. Like, the new Text Chainsaw Massacre I that was on Netflix. I that. Yeah, you're right. Sunflowers are scary, doing? dude. I've been growing sunflowers. Because we're scary. See, I'm a couple of years behind because I'm just growing pumpkins like a bitch. I held I him the day know. he came into this world. And I'm going to hold him the day he goes out. Mulder? Mulder's in this? Holy shit, Mulder's in this. Red Shoe Diaries. You have to bury your own. Believe me when I say. Sometimes dead is better. This this to me seems So they have the truck driving by. They're playing off the the original, you know, and the book. So yeah. Um, I think it'll be all right. It's not going to be like Pet Cemetery 2, which is yeah, just classic. But man. it's it it was called Pet Cemetery 2, now it's called Bloodlines. It looks to me it's more of a um what would you say? Uh 
it looks to me more like for real, like a Brotherhood of the Wolf or like a cult that that keeps the cemetery alive. To me, work. like the trailer looks good, but it looks like every fucking movie that like they yes. come out like you know it's like it's. David Gordon Green doing like you know a new Halloween you know well and David on. Gordon Green is a great director Dude, he really is Halloween one you know uh, we just did Halloween one is gonna drop pretty soon and we're gonna do Halloween Kills afterward which is my favorite slasher movie the of best. all time I love it Dude and that, people hate it because the townspeople are stupid have you, I love that the townspeople are stupid Have you seen the um, director's cut there's a director's cut of Halloween Kills. I have it. If you want to borrow it, I'll let you borrow I it. I didn't know there's a director's cut. Dude, the movie makes more sense and it makes the I definitely want to borrow it. It's one it, of my favorite Halloween it, films it of all makes... time. Like my my favorite Halloween, because you know how me about Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. I do not like the original. I like elements of it and most of it the movie. I don't like that he drives cars so, and shit. And you know if you have the Paramount app, I'll go ahead and give you my digital copy. If not, I'll let you borrow like I a, have the Paramount app. Okay, I'll let you. They have the director's cut on there? I, I own it, and you can have a copy of it if you want. Okay. I got the director's cut on purpose. It makes the townspeople's um, uh, paranoia and stuff make more sense. Okay. And also, did you notice the guy they think is Michael who drives the car is the umbrella guy from the first movie? Really? Yeah. Okay. That's the umbrella guy. Remember, he goes, you better tie your shoes because he gets really upset. So a lot of people like David Gordon Green did all these movies, mm-hmm. and a lot of people give him shit. But that dude way, is, I think he's a great director, By man. the way, the renaissance of horror movies is really coming back. Evil Dead Rise was one of the best fucking really cool. Really cool elements with like that you don't have to read the book or play a tape. It's on a record that they yeah. spin slowly. And that's so cool. And then when she becomes evil and she just puts her finger down as a needle. Yeah, and, and I, I loved it. I absolutely dude, loved it, dude. And also, I love it how they explain there's three Necronomicons, so it makes more sense. Right. Yeah, and it makes total sense. So that way, to- and then even they did they did the guar flesh column. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love it too though. They make 84 make sense with um uh, uh uh 14 that makes sense with with this one. I like it how and they plus go- they kill children in it. Dude, infanticide. <laughs> I love infanticide in movies. No one is safe. Yeah, dude, and the and, the, and when that bitch is eating fucking glass and she goes it makes my tummy feel better. Right. And it's, you're like, what the fuck? It's very cool. Uh, it's it's horror for, like, you know, Gen Z, but by the way, still when it works. It, by the way, you're probably, th- this episode is going to release, like, right around there. So I'm going to try to release this one first so you get right. your uh, your dabs at. But yeah, yeah. Um, let's go back to Pet Cemetery. I t- see, this is the thing when Jonathan and I start talking because we go back to our, Right, like, so we got to speed through scenes because I only have so much time. Anyways, I know, but. I know. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. So uh, now we get them moving in. You see uh, Renee's, which is uh, Fur Dog's mom. Her shit drops. And then the nanny comes in, who is... Marjorie. Marjorie. I don't know if... Is that her name in the in the film? Yes, it is. Okay. Because in the script, her name is Marjorie. And in the script, Gus is named Gilbert. We have already discussed that. Okay, good. So and he goes, oh, you hired it in the script. Well, anyway, in this, she picks up a dress. She goes, oh, my God, this is beautiful. And he goes, don't touch your stuff. She hates it when you touch, touch her stuff. stuff. I love the fur dog, man. Dude, because, look, I come from a broken family. I had stepmoms. Oh, and I say the evilest shit, just like in the fur dog's I voice. I tried to have the fur dog hair. It doesn't work. You just get a, end up getting a shitty bowl so, cut. So then we, we see them settling in. Um, uh, the, the dad, Matthew? Matthew Ch- Chase, Chase. 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 
Chase is a, uh, a, a veterinarian. veterinarian. He gets his own practice, and when he goes in with um, Edward Furlong's character, Jeff, there is like a bunch of kittens, like in in just like a kennel. Yeah, like because he he inherits basically like a kennel, uh, veterinary clinic, but yeah. there's like leftover kittens there. So like yeah. Of course, uh, Jeff wants one. So Jeff takes one. He names it Tiger, and then he goes to school on his first Tiger, day of school. Kind of a pussy name, right? He goes to school with his fucking cat in his jacket. Okay, your mom goes to school <laughs> with a jacket in her pussy. I'm making rapper, rapper so, uh, noises. Then we see our bully, who is yes! awesome. Yes. And by the way, yes. did he not make it cool? Clyde. Wear, Clyde makes it cool to wear a scarf, by dude, the way. This dude, dude, how badass are scarves? Dude, this dude invented MJF, man. He's way better oh than Oh my MJF. God, yes. Holy fuck. Yes. That scarf, I wanted it forever. Clyde, also, this guy is not in almost anything, but dude, the guy's got a great voice, a great look. And he, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of a younger version of David from Lost Boys. Yes. He does remind me of David of Lot. He could have been a vampire, dude. Dude, he would. He also reminds me of like the Christmas story bullies, you know, but more. No, way cooler. More way towards cooler. horror. No, but like the Christmas story bullies is like Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman yeah, but as what little I, kids. What I'm saying is, this is almost like, like he's almost David from the Lost Boys. He wears um, a a pea coat. He's got a scarf, and they all ride like like. In, so in the script, there's nothing different about Clyde. All his lines are exact. That dude nails the role. And you know how he's the leader of the gang is because he rides a dirt bike while all his friends ride uh, bikes. Now, he does ride a bike. Which means he should be in Lost Boys. Dude, he... Oh, my God. Why isn't he in Lost Boys? Right. Anyway... Um, he wears a trench coat. You could, you could, he's got a scarf. You could he rides a rat bike. You could definitely tell that this was this this character was inspired by David, though. A hundred percent. Yeah. He even wears black gloves at a certain point. So they they see him and uh, they're like, "What's up, Junior?" And uh, him and his like bully gang and the bully gang look really. So lame. part of his bully gang is Fat Drew. Fat Drew, who Drew uh, buddy, Drew buddy, we. Or, or this is where, like, uh, you know, uh, Jeff first meets Drew, and he's, like, the backlog. Best friends forever. Uh, of the gang of Clyde, Clyde's gang. Yeah. And Clyde's gang does do have names in the script. I forget their names. It doesn't Fuck matter. Them. They don't matter. It doesn't matter. They're side They characters. don't even die. They're yeah. just, like, they're in, like, three scenes. In but that Drew thing. is kind of part of that gang. He's a follower, and then he ex- like he, 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 I wouldn't say excommunicates. He just gravitates more to Jeff because Jeff is more empathetic. He's also a loser. Well, no, no, Jeff's not a loser. It's just because it's. I think it's because well, look, he, it's Stephen King. Think about Losers Club. They're no, all losers. Uh, you no, know? He, here's here's my my. This, this character, hold on, hold on. Listen, Clyde like, is just can, like the character from It. Can I know, finish the the bully? Can I finish? Yeah. Okay. Are I you think, chopping broccoli? Uh, I think that the reason why that um, Drew Buddy likes Jeff so much is because Jeff has a stepdad. I think that, remember he said he never yes. knew his real dad and his dad died? Yep. I think that's the common bond is he lost his mom, he lost his dad. True, yeah. No, and that makes sense. That's good writing. That's it good. is. That's good writing. That's Stephen King writing. So I don't know why people say this movie doesn't fit. It does. It definitely does. Because the bully is exactly, almost just like the bully from It. So let's fast forward a bit. So they, um, the bullies, 
steal the uh, the cat and then tiger, tiger, tiger. yeah. And then that. you ever seen a cat run? They leave like this, like this, and then it plays like the soundtrack on this is immaculate. By the way, uh, you can't find it, even though Jonathan says it I never ha- existed. Uh, soundtrack it never has, existed they on just CD or it. anything. Anyway, regardless, the bullies lead um, Jeff to the pet cemetery, and he, and then he uh, says something like. Oh, problem happened. Well, Jeff catches up late with and Drew's fat. Give me my so. fucking cat. Yeah, and, and then, he's no, like, no, well, no, I no. Would, but but it, you know, she, happened. There was an accident, and like, an you know, accident. I tried to grab her, and her, her head, head got got in the spokes, and uh, so we, we had to put her, her out there. there in the pet cemetery. And then at this point, we see uh, Drew buddy shows up as they leave, and we see Jeff kind of walk alone, and he finds the cat in the birdcage. This is where we get a lot of exposition. By the you way, see, you see the deadfall, which good- the deadfall is a Stephen King thing. It was in the original book. It was in the original movie. The deadfall is a bunch of like tree branches and shit that block the way mm-hmm. to find that real Indian to carry your own. Ground. To carry your own, but they go in the the first part of the dead, uh, pet cemetery. And by the way, I think this set is way better than any other pet cemetery. Like I love the, it. It is so good. Yeah. With, the fog and everything works so well. The deadfall looks way cooler. Yeah. And it it really does seem organic, is what I would say. It doesn't seem false or fake. It or, does. And the fur dog works there, with his Terminator Two hair and everything. Yes. Like he just works. You know. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me actually of Night of the Living Dead or sorry, Return of the Living Dead, where the the actors never saw the graveyard until they walked in for the first time. It really does reek of that, where it's like, it looks like Ferdog is entering a maze by himself for the first Speaking time ever. Speaking of Return of the Living Dead, uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original film, uh, this is a Halloween treat. It's on YouTube, and you can watch uh, Mike Shank and Mark Borchart from American Movie discuss that movie oh, yeah. while watching it audio commentary Dude, and you see them it's on youtube i know I it's know. on youtube and it's great i have not watched all of it i watched like 20 minutes of it and it's fucking hilarious i'm gonna watch it on halloween did you know so okay uh all right so also rest in peace mike shank he died a couple months ago i didn't know that yeah good runs uh so going back to the movie now we see drew buddy show up and he and um you know, uh, we see Edward Furlong. Holding they have his- they have in depth discussions though, which it makes them friends, you which I really enjoy. They're like 13, 14 years old, maybe. They're supposed to be yeah, fourteen or fifteen. I, obviously, the actors are more like fourteen to sixteen or eighteen. Yeah, but they have fucking deep conversations. And Drew, Drew, the little fat kid, is a great actor when you watch him. He plays that part to a T, and I've never seen him in any other movie. He should have been in Fat Camp or, you know, uh, no, no, Heavyweights he, or he, something. He should have done dramatic roles, dude. That This kid is like fucking amazing. Like, what has he the, been in? The uh, He even gets on the cover before Clancy Brown. That's how right. good he is. Clancy Brown's not even on the cover. Well, there's multiple covers, the co- yes. Well, but. the cover I'm talking about is where you see Eddie Furlong holding the shovel and him in the background. It says, Race Some Hell. Right, and now the new cover for the DVD uh, is like Zowie or something. But. Yeah, I have it. It's it's it is Zowie. Zowie is one of my favorite characters in this movie. Um, so now, uh, where do we go now? Do we cut back to? Oh, how was the first day of school? Yeah, it's all that, and he meets Marjorie like again. And he goes sucked, and she goes. First day of school is always the hardest, and he says, <laughs> "You're not my mother." 
Oh, and I died. Dude, in the theater, I died. I was like, oh, fuck. This is exactly my life. I am so (laughs) jealous that you saw this in the theater. I have a theater in my house. I have yet to watch this. I'm going to watch it. I saw this at a dollar theater, so I didn't see it on opening day or nothing. Did you see it at Cinema 3 in Vallejo? Yes, like next to the comic book shop. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, I saw it also, like, after this, it was a double feature for a dollar. You got to see Sleepwalkers also. Dude, Another Stephen King short Cinema film. Cinema 3 used to be double. Oh, yeah, we're going to do- short story. We are actually, I'm um, saving Sleepwalkers for you because it was a request it's by- It's not that great, but the Fugees ripped off it, the fucking song. Uh, yeah, fuck the Fugees and fuck her, and I'm glad she went to jail one for time, tax evasion. Two yeah, times. Yeah, one time, two times. I hope you're three <laughs> times a felon. Um <laughs> Uh, Dee Dee, who is Nick Neo's girl, requested Stephen King movies, and I said, okay, but I get to choose them, so this is one of them. What about The Boogeyman and the Night Shift series? No okay. One's, nobody knows You're about that. You're the only one that has them. Dude, they are, uh, I can find them online. Okay, well, I Hit want- or miss, but I can find them. Dude- they are good. The um, I have both of them. The voodoo one is my that, and also the matriarch with the kids. The, so the the voodoo one that you're thinking of the Offspring movie that the Offspring the band stole the font from the Offspring, and which the, the Offspring movie was. It's like one of those like where it has a bunch of horror tales that was released in UK under a different different name originally. It was first produced there. So, but it's also based by Stephen King. Also, Cat's Eye is good too. Cat's Eye is good. But yeah. um, we're gonna do because she requested Stephen King movies, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna do ones. You said Stephen King. You didn't say which one. Sometimes they come back. So, Christine. No, you know, I'm, a, I'm gonna a do good ones. I'm gonna do. Uh, well, we're doing this now. I'm also going to do Christine. I love Christine. Misery's great. And then I really. Love Misery. We just did a two part on The Shining, but I really want to do. Believe it or not, um, trucks. The TV series? Uh, no, Maximum Overdrive. Okay, but so he did redo it as Trucks, and there was a, a miniseries, and it's terrible. I heard. And it Maximum Overdrive a, is way better. Dude, I want Emilio Estavez with a fucking missile launcher, okay? Yes, you do. That's what I want. Uh, and the Green Goblin. Okay, so where the fuck were we? I, I know I'm trying to power through this because we got so, okay, seldom little time. They uh, We're already an hour in, by the way. Here's what happens. It, it cuts to a dinner scene with Gus Gifford. Drew and uh, Drew's mom, hot as and then, fuck. Oh, dude! Oh and my they're God. eating dinner, and then he's like, "Drew, show some appreciation to your mom." And then he starts scooping potatoes, and he goes, "Not that, that much no. appreciation." Think, or is it the corn? What was that? Pancakes? It was potatoes. No, that's the later scene. Okay, so the dog is at the table, Zowie. Yes, and he goes like, "Beautiful Drew, dog, white what husky." A, what did I tell you about that dog? Not at the Not table. Him. Not do as you're told, son. And he takes the dog outside. Come on, can't can he just just for this time? Because he, he's slightly injured because he bit the rabbit cage and got shocked. Oh yeah, we forgot about that. There's so a rabbit cage outside. Gus Gifford that has rabbits, and he eats them. And yeah, which they're is, good. Rabbits which, are good. No, they're not. It's strange. Never and had gross, them, and, and it has no fat. And in fact, you know what? Um, they fuck though, like. Champs. Yeah, everyone said, uh, a lot of people said that it, you could live off rabbits. You can't because they have no fat, so you actually burn more calories than you Rabbits get. are always moving hella quick, like in one spot. Yeah. It's just, like their legs They're are always going. twitching. Yeah, what the fuck is up with rabbits, have dude? You, oh, hold on. You say duck tastes like creek. That's what you always say. It tastes it like a creek. So rabbits is the same texture as- It's like a frog. It, no, 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 no. Not like frog. It has the same texture of duck. But 
it has this weird gaminess. So it tastes like duck and venison. Or, yeah, duck and venison put okay. together. I, yeah, I can see I can now, that. Now, it's good, but you have to doctor the fuck out of it. It's not right. like a steak Spices. where you just... You got to cage yeah. in that shit up. Exactly. Dude. Some Zatarans and shit. I don't know. Some rice. Yeah, they're both... <laughs> I mean, it, it's just not really a great meal. So, um, plus they're cute. So, anyways, the dog goes outside, and then, like, you hear, like... The rabbit cage jingle and he's got like, bells and on get it. Yeah. Shocked. Damn it, Drew! I told you about that dog. And this is in the middle of the night, and he runs out. Oh, this like, is no, later. No, no. This is later after dinner. Yeah, and then he gets his he gets a, a fucking Winchester and falls the dog. And oh, and this, this is right. This is right before his mom and and Gus are gonna fuck. Right? Am I right or no? Wait, hold on. I think it's just like they bring in the dog. This is like when he meets Drew again. Or first meets Drew, other than the high school, and oh, you're talking they, about they you're bring, talking about Fur Dog. Yes, no, Andrew and Zowie, like Gus and everyone, they bring the dog to the vet That's after biting the biting no biting the rabbit cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, he just right. has a little thing, and Chase is like, "Oh, he's gonna be fine." He just gives watch him, him eye, da, da, da. yeah, he gives him eye drops and antibiotics yeah. and, and this like, and that. Uh, like Gus, or, I mean, like Gus talks about like a bunch of shit. Hold with on, Chase. real quick, real quick though. You know, as a child, I always thought that the uh, the dogs were boys and the cats were girls. You know, right. speaking of girls, I was really sweet with your mother. Did you know that? Whole nine yards. And he goes, prom, homecoming, whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he could say that in Shawshank and it would make sense. Dude, <laughs> dude, Gus Gifford is a man about dude, town. I swear he's to God, the dude. shit he makes. You the know, you know, you know how he became over for a dog. You know how he became sheriff. He fucked everyone's wife, <laughs> dude. He had to have, dude. Any girl that's attractive in this movie, you know, he took him to Pound Town. Does Drew Biddy, uh We call him Drew Biddy. But uh, does Drew ever talk about his real dad? And does he ever remember his dad at all? Uh, yeah, he does. He goes. No, he said his dad died when he was very young and he barely remembers him, I, if I, I'm not mistaken. I, yeah, I don't remember reading in the script. Because, like, I skip over parts in the when I read the script. I, I skip over parts that, like, I know, you know. By the way, I hate it that I said Pound Town because I have to show you this in true Slime Wreck fashion, okay? Right, let's go to Pound This Town. is the worst song of all time. I'm not kidding you. It is called Pound Town by Sexy E-E-E Red. Lost my Pound Town. Dude, it oh. is... Super bad. Uh, Found it. Yeah. Just listen to this song for a second, and we're going to get canceled from YouTube yet again. All right, here we go. They're scholars, you know. There's some hoes in this house. Oh. Listen to a rap. I'm out of town, thuggin' with my round. My coochie pink, my booty hole brown. <laughs> Where the niggas, I'm looking for the hoes. Quit playing nigga, cause suck a bitch's toe. And you have a problem with this? Just left pound town. She just I don't pound town, but she come back. I, I don't know. Yeah, Bring it back. Doesn't this seem like a joke? Yeah, that nigga eat me out. Pound town, just left pound town. <laughs> Let my nigga, he just took a bitch down. Yeah, that nigga did Is this rapping? Down. Yeah, absolutely. Lazy, lazy speaking is like a huge thing, dude. It works for me. This is terrible music. Back to the movie. What? 
how do you do? Pound town, pound town, my Jubilee, brother. I lost my keys. I found them. You know, it sounds like they all went to the dentist and got oh, that nine, night. Yeah, you know that jaw shot that they give you at the <laughs> dentist where you're like, ah. It's like the worst shot you ever get, and then you're like, pound town, we're going to my booty hole, bring my booty hole brown. Anyway, uh, well, look, let's just fast forward to the <laughs> Zowie, like getting back in the cage, and you know, biting the cage, and then Gus Giffords. Okay, dude, I read the script, I cried. I cried on this scene. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, read the script. I gift it to you. You You're read that part. This to me? Yes, I will gift this Damn. to you. The right. whole script signed by everyone. Not real, signed. It's like photocopy. You could have lied. I could have, but I'm not for posterity. Okay. I don't I've... even know what that means. Okay. I just Go. sounded smart, so I sound brilliant. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, like, after, like, you don't even see the dog get shot. But you hear, no, he goes, Drew, I warned you about the fucking dog, and now you're going to learn the goes, fucking consequences. God damn it, Amanda. I told you. That's her name. Amanda, the hot Yeah, mom. yeah, yeah. And, like, dude, I resonate with, like, how he talks. Because like, I had a stepdad. And, like, when you, my stepdad and, you and, are, and, and, like, my you mom are fought, a stepdad. And he's like, God damn it, Janice. I, I know this. You know, I know how your kid acts. And da-da-da-da. I told him. He's going to fucking learn. You know, I get that. Do not do that now with no, but my the, stepdaughter. The, the, you know? the, he does do some. Okay, I don't advocate she, but the I don't either. I I, th- I think his parenting is actually good, except for this, where he's like, you don't shoot a dog. No, dude. no, no, a hundred percent. But I do advocate the fact that he's a disgusting fat body and he needs to man up. You're gonna pay the price, Drewbity. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll get to that in a second. So he shoots the dog. Or he shoots at the dog, and I think he's just trying to scare it, but he actually does a he critical hit. Yeah, like, in the ribs. I don't ribs. even know how he can see it at all. I think he's just trying to scare it at first. I don't think he meant to, like, actually hit it. But, you know, he's in a fit of anger. He's Gus, dude. Yeah. And, like... Well, also, it's total born or kill. He was just about to get fucking laid. And he's in the moment. It's like he's devastating, dude. Yeah. And I wonder if Gus was in, like, Vietnam or some shit. Like, he knows some shit, dude. Well, Gus I mean, does. he's been a sheriff in a small town, and we don't see any other, like, law enforcement. I would enforcement. like to see a prequel to Gus, you know? Dude, if they had made a whole Gus movie, I'd be in. And, like, you know, Gus is there, like, growing up even during the Creed murders and shit like that. You know, like, I want to see Gus's story because he's super interesting to me, you know? No, and no, no everyone doubt. Everyone who sees this film, Gus is the most interesting character in this whole fucking film. Yeah, and then, anyway, so... The the Zowie gets shot. It's very very sad, right? And yeah. Then- so Drew catches up to Zowie, and he takes Zowie, dude. Hold on, let me read from the script if I can find. It. Okay. I don't know. By the way, this is not the music from Mash. This is actually for this movie. I'm trying to find the exact page in the script. Thank you, Demon City, for posting this. By the way. This is Jan King, and she's amazing. I don't know if she wrote this for the film, because it's Zowie's. I feel you fading away. I'm still looking for it. Sorry, I'm, I'm like focused on this song and how great it is. Damn it, Drew. That dog is history. He does say that. Yeah. So, 
I'm, I, I, it's low light in here. I'm trying to. Uh... Better? Zowie swings his head in the direction of the house. As Gus bursts through the back door, Drew is one step behind. Gus swings the gun up and fires off a shot. Zowie bolts for the shadows of the hillside. Drew rushes in and deflects the aim of the rifle. Don't shoot him. No, Gus's eyes are wild with anger. What, Drew? What did you say? That's in the that, film. That's in the film. Dude, what an asshole, what, dude. What, Drew? What they did you say? They make this dude like a huge fucking dick. Gus throws Drew aside, brings up the rifle back up, and fires another random shot after after the fleeing dog. Oh, look. There is the scene right there. Oh, look at it. Oh, man. He squeezes off one more shot. A pained yelp goes in the hillside. Zowie's yelp. Drew whips his head aside in sickened shock. Even Gus is sobered by the unexpected hit. Now, this is... I start to cry after this, dude. Like, all they can hear now are Zowie's whimpering cries diminishing in the night. Drew shoot, shoots Gus a look in such unbridled hatred that Gus is speechless. He backs away from Gus and darts off towards the dark hillside. When Gus turns back for the house. Amanda's standing there. Amanda says, Jesus, Gus, what have you done? Gus goes, This is actually oh, come all the on, movie. Amanda. Stop looking at me like that. He's had ample warning about that damn Dude, dog. Dude, all this is in the movie. It is. It's great, though. Amanda glares at him in an outpouring pent-up strain. Gus defiantly marches past Amanda, entering the house without ever meeting eyes with her. Exterior, woods, night. Drew pauses long enough to listen for Zowie. Nothing until a faint cry drifts back at him. This is sad. Deeper in the woods, Zowie limps into frame. Blood is flowing from the bullet wound in his left hindquarter, trailing from his suspended leg. Every step is a strain. Drew comes up on a break in the trees, and the hanging moon outlines the knoll stretching beyond, and then the strained breathing of the whimpered hushed. Drew hesitantly approaches the, the crest of the knoll. Zowie is just beyond, lying on his side, and the end of the bloody trail. His crest rises and falls amongst the impercent I don't even know what that word is. With every effort to survive, Drew drops to his knees at Zowie's side and cradles the dog in his lap. Shaking his head in denial, Zowie's weak eyes shift, gazing longingly at Drew. Drew strokes the fur under Zowie's chin, hardly able to see the dog throughout his glaze of tears. Zowie's eyes drift off. His chest falls and doesn't rise again. He falls limp in Drew's arms. Drew hugs Zowie even tighter, and he begins to weep. So now, after this, we get a scene of Drew carrying this 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 dead dog, and it's the next morning, and uh, we see Fur Dog Jeff, the character, and he writes up, and he's like, what's going on? He goes, I was just at your house. <laughs> By your house. Where's your bike? Yeah. And yeah, he, and um, he's like, uh, I have to bury my Gus, dog. Gus killed 
Zowie, I need to bury my dog. So they go to the pet cemetery. And he goes, I think we should go up. Yeah, Drew knows about the story. He knows yeah. about the Creed murders, but he doesn't talk about Creed. He doesn't talk about any of that stuff. There's no exposition He goes, here. there's a special place. Yeah. There's a special place. So up th- there. they go up there, and then... Um, In the script, Drew does not know. He knows it exists, but he doesn't think he can find it. And oh. in the script, he act like it takes forever, and they do that with montages in the film. Okay, but Drew is surprised that he actually finds found it. The, the Indian maybe, site. Maybe there's like a thing where you actually have to have grief in order to find it. Kind of like the Lost Forest. That's kind of cool, dude. It I is like cool. that, you know. So uh, he does find it, and then um, he goes, "Do you want me to help you?" And he goes, "No, you have to bury your own. That's the way the Indians did it." And then you see Fur Dog kind of just watching. So that's in the film. Like, oh. that's the way the Indians did it. And that's what Drew says. That's the way the Indians did it. And at the end, you know, uh, when uh, Gus Gifford says it again when he's dead, when uh, Fur Dog has to bury mom, his mom, he says it again. In the script, it's not there. Really? So they thought, you know, when they were making this movie, yeah, we need to have him say that again. Okay, can, we, know, get, or- can we get a moment of silence for Zowie, though, real quick? I love Zowie. Now we cut back to um, the uh, Gus Gifford uh, family, and um, you see uh, fucking. Oh no, no! You see him walking back. He's yeah, been Chase, out all night. Chase, uh, for dogs, dad is mad. He's like, dude, where you been? Like, why are you dirty? He's like, dad, no, no, yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to sleep. Just let me rest. He goes, just let me sleep. And he goes, we'll talk about it in the morning. Yep. Then you see um, Gus Gifford pick up. Chase gets a bad rap. He's a great dad. No, he really is a good dad. Uh, you see Gus Gifford pick up fucking Drew Buddy, and he's like, get in the car. And he goes, uh, he goes, um, you didn't go to school today. And he goes, I was burying my dog. Great that, scene, dude. Great it's scene. It's like so good of acting, that scene. You know what's it's great so about sad. it? Is Clancy Brown actually like breaks character a little bit and goes, life's full of lessons, buddy. Yes. You just learned and it's, one. It's so good that he says that. This whole scene reminds me is of that like. Is that the script of Life's yes. Full? Okay. That is such a it's good so fucking good. line. Because he almost breaks character. Like he feels so bad, but he doesn't want to say no, sorry. No, but think about this. It took me out of Pet Cemetery. I'm like, dude, these these kids, like, this kid loved his dog so much. And we Who just doesn't? watched him bury it. His best friend helped him bury it. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about Pet Cemetery at this moment. You know, and then they're walking home. It's so sad. The Zowie song and all that shit. And yeah. then Gus says that it's almost like these kids went to go see a dead body in another movie and had a great time, but then also a sad time and learned about themselves while doing it. Are you talking about Stand by P? Yeah, Stand by Pete. Okay, um, another Stephen King movie. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I think I have the music for that too. So anyway, um, yeah, they, they went to go bury the lo- bury the dog, and it was like lollipop, lollipop. <laughs> so after this, you know, the, the my favorite li- dude, one of my favorite lines: "Life's full of lessons, uh, Drew, buddy, and you just learned one." That is, or you just learned the hardest, well, one of the hardest ones. 
That is, and the but the way Clancy Browns delivers it, it's like he's like trying to be a good dad. He is. He but, is. But he's too rough, and he realizes he's being too rough. He knows But it. he realizes that his you step. You can see how he's acting. Yeah. And you can see that he realizes that he fucked up. Yeah, he he knows he fucked up. But he's got to stay tough because he's tough. But yeah, he can't back down because he can't show weakness because he's trying to make him a strong kid because all these bullies are fucking with him. It, you know, all he, he knows he's a short, fat kid, but he loves his yeah, mom, he, and so he loves Drew. You know, it, too. you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me a lot of Full Metal Jacket with uh, Private Pile with um, you know uh, uh, Lee Army Ermy. Like yeah. when when Lee Army Ermy finally respects Private Pile and he goes, "God damn it, we found something you're good at," you know, kind of thing. Right. It, there's a, like a little bit of that, like well, because ex- that's that's normal boot camp. You you build them down and you build them up. Yeah, it's normal. Well, not anymore. Now you uh, now you can get sex reassignment and you do TikToks in boot camp. Yeah, <laughs> it's dude, it's all over the place. I'm gonna steal one more from you. All right, so after this, we get a uh, we get a scene where we see uh, Drew Buddy and he's in his room. And he's got headphones on, and then we hear. I was burying my dog. Where the fuck do you come out with a lie like that? Yeah. And Holy you see, fuck. you see Zowie, and Glowing it goes red eyes, and it goes, and it looks up, and you're like, oh shit! And then he walks in like a normal dog. Now here's the cool thing about this movie: usually there's Act One, Two, and Three, right? This comes in not at the end of Act One. This comes in like seven to ten minutes in Act Two. Yeah, and it's like you know. How Pet Cemeteries go. You're like, you're back in Pet Cemetery the movie. Yes. Again, you know, and you're like, okay, I get this. All right, cool. Now we're back in. Yes. Exactly. Zowie is. And here's the thing about Pet Cemetery movies because I hate when animal dies in animal movies that are all fun and loving and then they're on their way home or Yeah, lost. like, remember and this part? Talk. Remember when they were like, they were burying the dog and it's like, <laughs> like, just bury my dog. He doesn't say anything there. That's not real. No, this doesn't happen, but... But you, you said Pete and Pete, and it yeah. was an excuse to play the song. <laughs> you gotta go see Dead Pete, dude. Dude, maybe... This band fucking rules, though. I forget what they're called. The... My wife loves this band. She knows them. I love this band, too. They're great. Yeah, I thought it was the Flaming Lips, but it's not. Anyway, it's not Lips. back to the movie, though. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Flame Lips are still a band. They just played in San Francisco at, like, whatever that shit was. Dude, you, they're really weird when people go see them. They, like, cry and shit. Like, when, whenever they play Do You they're Realize? They're like the new hippies, dude. They're like the new fish, but they don't oh, play that long. Oh, I was going to say the new fish, but you said it before me. I, actually, no, no. You know what they are? They're like the pixies that came off later. They're like the underground pixies. Yeah, but everyone covers the pixies now. And it's yeah. in every fucking movie. That one fucking song that's also Where a is my band. mind? Yeah, even fucking the toadies do it, and that makes me mad because I actually like the toadies. Okay, so now he goes, "Where do you get off with a lie like that?" And then he uh, he's he's like, "He's gonna sleep in here because he's injured." So they take him to the the vet again the next day, which is um, you know his best friend's dad, Chase, uh, Chase. and Chase uh, takes blood from a dead animal. He, or, or an no, animal. no. He goes, "Ooh, this looks coagulated," and he goes, "I'm gonna take a blood sample and blah blah blah," and then. Um, uh, uh, Drew Buddy, 
out of fear goes, can he just stay with you guys overnight? Which for- is weird for this scene. And I think they're going to keep him in a kennel. No, they don't. They keep him at the fur dog in Chase's house. Why? And that's when we get our weirdest, weirdest sex dream sequence. Not in the script. Okay, speak so, on it. Speak okay. on it. In the script, yes, Chase does have a dream. But in the script, they say this is not a dream. This is, they keep saying that in the script, this is not a dream. Telling the audience that this is not a dream. This Without the real. audience, the actors, but yes. No, no, no. But yeah, it's, it's saying that like this scene is supposed to be real. And Renee is back alive. And she's telling Chase that this stuff, and like they have sex, kind of, you know. And he only wakes up to Zowie, like on top of him. Because but in, but in it's the movie, like a he's woman in the chair. On top of him. But in the movie, he's in the chair. Well, just okay. Going, when he actually wakes up, yes, Zowie's in the chair. But there is no dog head on with boobies on top of a woman. There is no werewolf, like with a you know, or a woman body. With boobies and like a zowie head. That Got does it. not happen in the script. It's like all Renee and stuff. And then he like wakes up and Zowie's actually on his chest, which is also a dream because he thought a woman was on Renee was on his chest. Mm. So it turns out to be Zowie like kind of like on his chest. Then he wakes up again and Zowie's in the chair with glowing eyes and runs off. So. Let's fast forward a little bit. Some shit happens between everybody, right? And then um, Chase sends in the blood sample, and we get the person that he got the uh, veterinary clinic from. The old, and uh, he left because of the uh, cat church, right? Yes. He sent blood in from a dead animal, and he knows all about it, and he's crazy because of it. And he goes, Apparently, it wasn't a dead animal. It's moving around. Right. And he goes... Well, next time you want to do that, da, there's da, da. no condition. That's oh dead. no no no. First, 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 we have the 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 actual doctor who's drilling a hole in like a dog's head, and it's very disturbing. He's doing taxidermy shit. And then uh, no no no, the first doctor. Oh yeah, the first doctor who has the exact same phone that both you and I had in our other house. Yeah, that gray, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. gray with the white. And then he goes, uh, next time you want to prank me and send me blood of a dead animal, warn me first. Da da da. And he goes, it's not dead. <laughs> and he goes, well, you might want to contact uh, the, your predecessor because he was the last person that did that. Which so like so me like I've only seen uh, part one a bunch of times before I seen this movie, you know. And you know what's weird? I saw this one. So I thought that the original. Did you see this one first or second? Did I? I, I mean, I saw it second. But I didn't remember the first one that well. I remember certain scenes like Zelda. The calf scene. And the cat and Gage. The calf scene. But it didn't resonate for everything. And the shoe bent over. So I thought that the uh, veterinarian, the original one, was in the first one. He's not. Holy shit. Oh, my God. You're right. Holy shit, dude. He I thought he was in the- never brings you know church to a vet, you know it's funny. You say that now, but I've seen this movie so many times. I've implanted it in my memory that he was actually. You know how you know how much I confuse Pet Cemetery scenes with um, American Werewolf in London. What? How? Because of the dead friend who got hit by a truck. Oh, David. 
And they oh go, no no sorry, and, and I, I keep, Jack. I keep thinking that Creed goes to a did theater really quick and sees his dead friend or really, a dead guy. Really, really quick, did you ever think it was weird that the characters' names are David and Jack? What does that mean? David and Jack. Oh shit. That's our dads, dude. And they're both very Jewish. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they're very Jewish, dude. That's Hollywood for you. Uh, no, but isn't that, isn't that hilarious? David and Jack? No, but like, I can... Uh, and David... Look, look, I still am mixed up to this day. Like, did they go to a movie theater? Yes. But that's Piccadilly Circus Porno. No, but that's in American Wealth of London. Not, no, they do not go in a movie theater. They do try to see a movie if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 they don't. Um, in I, Pet Cemetery, the guy who got hit by a truck is a dude. Because I also read yeah. the book, which was terrible. It's terrible. Any Stephen King book. Except for his short stories are great. Short stories are great. But when he gets paid by the word, they're fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the only movie that is better than the... Um, Oh, sorry, sorry. The only book that's better than the movie is Needful Things. Besides that, fucking just is watch Needful the movies. Is Needful Things Stephen King? Yeah. I thought it was. Okay. Dude. Yeah, I did read that book. It was and like I, 600 I pages. Really I know because I was 400 pages in. I'm like, I am way too dedicated to this book, even though I hate it to put it down. And I did it as a, uh, because it was so long, I got an A on English just for reading I mean, it. Needful Things is actually an older story than Stephen King. He just brought it to light. Yeah, it's just but about- But for, for us as kids, like, I thought Needful Things was, like, a really interesting I idea, remember, you know? I remember one time you're going through Nana's- Satan who sells shit at a store? That sounds cool. I, I, uh, I remember one time- we were hanging out here at the cutting room floor in this house, and uh, we were really young. I think you were like 15, and you were reading Pet Cemetery, and I was like, Jonathan, what's up? And you go, and you gave me a look, and you're like, I'm reading. And I'm I go, on the third chapter, and he's explaining and then, about the fence. No, no, no. You said this. <laughs> you go, there is three pages about Gage Creed eating crayons. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you said. Fucking and then, kid. And then, like, instead of... Hanging out with me, you went back to the book like I am punishing myself, <laughs> and, Dude. and and you were mad at me like I wrote the fucking thing. I get how like people love Stephen King because he's I very don't. descriptive. I look, I'm not that I'm not into psychic things and psychic people. Oh my god! But the fact that you have to use psychic people in can we every go back? Fucking thing. Can we, can we that go you do? Can we get back to the movie? I'm getting upset right now. There's no psychic shit in this fucking movie, which I, I love. So we we um smack, I'm I'm gonna cut over to the Halloween party. Is that cool? Yeah, let's. So he's grounded. Uh, let me pause oh, you. Oh, so oh, Marjorie whoa, whoa, whoa. in the script. Okay. Marjorie, like the helper, who's like kind of like the mom and in, in cleaner housekeeper. Housekeeper. She tells Chase like, oh, okay. So here's here's another thing. So everyone's getting ready for the Halloween party, which is going to be at the, the pet cemetery. But, the, but spelled wrong. But but the bottom one, not the top Indian so, burial ground. The, the do you bottom. Remember one. what Drew goes as and Dracula. Drew's not allowed to go out, right? No, because he's grounded because he. But lied. Gus is out on patrol. Yes. But his mom paints him up as Dracula. Yeah. And she goes, you better get your ass here by 1030 because Gus will be home at like 11 or 12 or some shit like that. In the script, they paint him up or she paints him up as the Joker. Interesting. So, but they couldn't do the Joker. Joker here. Warner Brothers. Do you like to have sex with dead dogs? (laughs) 
They do both. I think they couldn't do the Joker face paint because they would have to change it. Why would they Warner not Brothers. do the Joker face paint? Because Warner Brothers owned DC, and I think okay. I don't know if they owned it back then. Was this they, made by Orion? But there was still the Batman film, which was Warner Brothers back Actually, then. Actually, I so. think this was Paramount. That makes sense. It seems like a Paramount production. No, I think it was Warner Brothers back then. Though, okay, too, right? I don't know. I forget. The WB. Mike TV. So, anyways, Dracula is like free reign. Ass. You can be a Dracula. And, uh, you know, you can be a fat Drew little Dracula. So, she... So, she, okay... Also in the script. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, oh no, 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 no! This is Marjorie, dude, This is radio. You can interrupt. Marjorie interrupts the fur dog Jeff when he leaves. Who's going as Jason in the yes. uh, movie? She goes, "Oh, a hockey player." Oh, and she starts talking about hockey, and he goes, "No, I'm Jason. You're not my mom." <laughs> he doesn't say Jason Voorhees. He doesn't say Friday the Thirteenth. He says, "I'm Jason." He has a hockey mask and a shitty costume. Oh, dude! By the way, I got all Jason, uh, all the movies. For $16 on uh, Amazon. That's dope. Dude, look it up. Man, I, I, if you guys have some hot picks for me um, on DVDs, like any deals, send them to me right away because I spend more money on so movies than I do on gas. workings for a new Jason film. I know. All right, let's get back to this yeah. movie, though, because you have precious limited time, and we're already, whoa. So they make their way to the pet cemetery. Yes. And who's holding the party with the story? Holding court, of course, is... Clyde. Clyde. Love Clyde. And he's talking about the original movie, and he basically gives a synopsis where you don't need to watch the original movie because the original movie isn't good as this one. Just watch this movie. And uh, he's talking about like um, you know uh, the Creed fam- uh, the yeah the Creed family and everything else. And then he says at one point, oh, and by the way, everyone shows up, even people that hate Clyde all show up. And he goes like, "Holy shit!" And then to scare him, and he goes, "That's Gus." No, so at first he was trying to scare everyone. Yeah, at That's first, the and, and then he actually saw Gus. It and doesn't like, play fuck. so well in the film, but, but you get it. Let's rewind a, a second or two. Gus comes home early. He goes, I forgot my cigarettes or whatever. And he comes home and he sees his wife, Drew Buddy's mom. She's trying to hide the Amanda. She's, she's drunk. She's She's got five beers she's that you can see. shit. Oh, it's Halloween God. night, dude. Come on. Dude, just sit on my face forever. Love Amanda. And she is... Um, she goes, um, she goes, hey, what are you doing home? And he goes, I forgot my cigarettes. And I think they're camels, by the way. And then uh, um, he goes, uh, where's Drew? In his room. And she goes, all right. Uh, he, God he, damn it, Amanda. He walks over there. Yeah. And then and then he's she's gone. And, and she's like, God damn it, Amanda. I try to give the boy discipline. And every time you cut me off, I'm trying to give the boy rules and, and, and ethics. And, she go, and he goes, where is he? She goes, he goes, what? So also, like when Chase talks to uh, Marjorie, mm. Marjorie does some uh, explanator thing about, and she talks about the Creed murders and why kids go to the pet cemetery every Halloween and talk about it and party. Mm. So, and that's cut out of the film too. I think they did film that scene. Okay, yeah, because and maybe Marjorie, why would they have Marjorie? They need she needs Dude, a bigger she's role. Only. She, yeah, you know what? She is the sacrificial lamb at the end. That's yes, what it is. That's what it is. But she needs a bigger role. She, she needs a talking point. And this was her talking point to explain kind of the creep you know murders just, and why the kids You know what go I there. just realized? I think that Drew actually gets more screen time than Edward Furlong. He gets a lot. I think that family gets more screen time. No, for real. Chase, it's more interesting. 
Chase gets less screen time than that whole family. Like, the Fur Dog's character is not fleshed out at all. No, no. I mean, if but you, Drew is. If you think about it, Drew is the main character, and Edward His Furlong, dog dies. His dad is like exactly. an antagonist. They're like, the one that goes. Dude. Except, yes. I think the Fur Dog was just in there for Fur Dog uh, Fur Dogness. Push. So, so we would see it. And it's great. <laughs> But, I mean, uh, that that family, I mean, Clancy Brown really is the star of this movie. Yes, he is. He gets Absolutely. more screen time than anybody. So, then he goes, oh, shit, it's Gus. And then- uh, It's Drew's dad, Gus. And then uh, he trips, uh, the bully Clyde trips, um, he goes, thanks, faggot. Or you fat fucker. You, doesn't he say faggot? I, I, I think I apologize. I, I, I think you're thinking of Monster Squad, which is a very oh, yeah, you're right, kid-friendly right, right. movie. It's not owned by Disney. Well, so I, they haven't edited it yet. I, so, I, but yes, he does I, say. I apologize for saying that word. I'm not trying to trigger anybody. What I'm trying to say, I'm trying to quote the movie. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen it in two years. He trips, uh, um, he trips Drew. And he's Dracula. like, "Thanks for bringing your dad," or some shit like that. <laughs> and then is, and then, every, and he goes, "You boys better not be drinking." He comes in with the mag light, and then he sees Drew, who's just been tripped, as all the other kids, and he grabs a fucking Dude, marker. So evil. He grabs a marker like a cross, like for a, for an animal, and he goes, "You're going to have to learn one way or another," and he's going to. Beat him with the this. The easy way or the hard way. It's like the Back to the Future. <laughs> but then the we see way. Zowie jump and rip out his juggler, and it's oh, in slow-mo. And, and how much of a man is, because even in the script, Fur Dog, Jeff, runs away scared. Well, like, and he hides. Jeff does not, dude, he's he's Yeah, but he he's lingers longer. So then... Uh, after Zowie kills him, and dude, this is a Zowie brutal, bites out of his neck. You see the neck blood. Great go, effect. Shh. Great effect. It. And it's he goes, call him off, Drew. Call, call him, him off. Drew. Call him off. And then the you trip, see yeah. the rip, and it's like, and I then love it, the fact that they added in the call him off, Drew. Call Zowie off. Call yeah. him off. Call him off. Because it, it takes time to kill him. Yeah, no, it's like Zowie actually could have maybe been controlled. Um maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. But as we know in Pet Cemetery, the longer they've been resurrected, the the their brain deteriorates. The eviler they get. And yeah. I think that's a theory, but we don't know yet. And we'll discuss that when, when they bring back Gus. Yes. So we cause Gus member is super cool. Oh, okay, we'll get in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they're like, well, what do we do? And and then um Edward Furlong comes out of the or Jeff rather comes out of the woodwork and he goes, Well, it worked on Zowie. So then they right. They go fuck it. You, you don't. And so there is it's, a great it's skip cuts. There is a great boom, boom. We don't need to see the whole thing. How do they get the dead body there? Who cares? But the great thing is that you see him dig, and then they throw Gus in, and it's funny because Gus lands head first. There's a great, <laughs> there's a great that. scene though because Gus is laying on his left side, and his right side's open. And if you really look closely, he checks on his keys real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's really? so. He, I swear to God, he when he gets his thrown, arm it, gets like flabbled. Yeah, yeah and, no, and, but it, but he checks his yeah. keys, dude. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> it's so, but it's funny because later on, remember Drew, buddy, I lost my keys. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was on purpose. I don't know. That's okay. So people talk about Pestemetary One being scary, and yes, it has scary scenes, and it's more scarier than. Pet Sematary 2, because Pet Sematary 2 is not scary. Except for Gus. Uh, when Gus comes back. Hold on. Back, when Gus comes back, it's pretty fucking it's, scary. Holy Gage, fuck. Gage Creed, I would pick a boot to his face and he'd be Let dead. Let me spell it out to Gus you this way. Gus is scary as shit. 
Let me spell it out to you this way. Okay. The fur dog's kind of been built, but not really. Drew's character's been built. His dog got shot. He wants his, like, stepdad to kind of love him. You know, and we get that later in the film. But, so, Drew's been built, and his dog shot. We, we, we do all that. He gets buried. And now, Gus comes back. And then we hear at the window, Drew, buddy. Drew, buddy. I forgot my keys. And we're like, and Drew opens his eyes like white as shit. Like he just had like a hobo espresso. And he gets up. This is so evil. And uh, he goes to open the door and there's nothing. And then we see Gus just sitting there and he goes, got him. Dude, this could be Evil Dead. It, 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 it could is. be Evil Dead. Dude, This would if this was in the Evil Dead, um, uh, 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 what was it gonna say? Cannon? Yes. Cannon? It, it would make sense. So then. Like, we, and not just stupid Indians. And now we see. I mean, Native oh, American. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not whoa, saying they're stupid. Whoa, whoa. I'm saying, why are why do these movies. You mean the concept? Why seems... do they have to make Native Americans evil, like in like Poltergeist or oh. shit like that? Why do they. It's, oh, I it's, get it. They need revenge. It's and also, they get revenge by spirits. It's also because of Stephen King writes Native American shit in every movie, including yeah. Needful Things, including uh, Shining, yeah. including all this. Stop it. So. Um, we see Drew goes in, and now he's sentient. He goes upstairs, and we see... Um, he rapes Amanda. The, the, no, no, we see Amanda, and she goes, I'm really sorry, da-da-da, she's sobered up. He goes in the mirror and just looks in the mirror and sees his neck wound and just starts, like... Smart. Very smart it. for a zombie. And then he just fucking... Are they considered zombies? Is this a zombie movie? I... Th- oh. Is Pet Cemetery a zombie? Yes. Because I would say so. They're resurrected dead. Zombie. It's a zombie movie, they're, right? They're resurrected dead. I would consider them zombies. But they can be killed via... So if you go best zombie movies and you have an order, like, is this... Is Pet Cemetery allowed... Top 10. Top 10. In yes. the order of zombie movies. Do you consider Evil Dead zombies or are they demons? Because they say demons. Mm, I don't consider Evil Dead a zombie movie because it's more about... Possession and just the evilness. But also, it. if you're dead, you can be possessed. Yeah, I don't consider Evil Dead a zombie movie. But so it's more Pet possession. Cemetery is more based in reality. I, I would say yes, and the reason why is zombies in this movie have their kinetic memory. They're not. They're not like demons, like in. Uh, not like yet. In, yet. No, no. What I mean, they're not demons. They don't share like a hive mind. So no, in the story that Clyde told about Ellie Creed living on and going to the insane asylum. And that she could be anyone. I think that's a real story. Mm. Like, and that story could be continued. Like, Ellie Creed lived. Back to the movie. So, he goes upstairs, and then she's like, Gus, come to bed. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he gives this evil look over his left yeah. shoulder. And he does uh, the belt thing where he does one strap, and his whole belt falls down, and he So, my her. idea. My idea. Okay. He's an Indian or Native American, whatever. I use the term from back then because that's what it is. Um, but he, this this spirit, Native American spirit, hasn't lived forever. So, and he wants revenge. He's gonna rape the white woman, and okay. he hasn't had sex in forever. This whatever spirit takes over him hasn't done anything. And he's like, yes, I got a human body. I think that's for like every Native American spirit that so, takes over uh, inanimate like object. That's a dead By body. the way, I'm pretty sure the actor is like partially uh, Native American. Anyway, and then we get to his great place where we see Drew Buddy ride up on his uh, bicycle with um, Jeff, and he goes, "Hey, 
Hey. Hey. So Gus comes up and he gives me an extra helping of pancakes. And I say, are you mad? He goes, no. No. And I say, can you stay over tonight? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. It's like we're a family. We're a real so weird. family. Weird scene, man. So, Holy fuck. And I'm like, maybe there is some. When I'm watching this for the first time, I'm thinking maybe there is something to this that there's an opposite effect. Wait, wait a minute. What about if Gus thinks that if they're all dead and they resurrect them, they will be a happy family? Well, so. Does that I, make any. I, I think, does like, that make dollars I, or no? I think there is an Indian spirit in there getting revenge and it also like you know how zombies retain some sort of memory in well like, i thought it was kind films. of more like like lost boys or like a vampire thing like maybe we should all be together and all be dead kind of you know that kind of thing maybe but in lost boys they do retain their memory well you know you know what i'm saying though like i think there's a group mentality here okay so then we're going to cut to Finally, uh, Jeff is going to come over, so he basically, <laughs> Drew, buddy, this is one of the greatest scenes where ever. Where he stays the night at Drew's house. Yes, yeah. so this is the potato scene where- You can intercut it with, like, signs with Mel Gibson eating mashed potatoes way and better. crying. Way better. No, way but say, what if you cut the Wait film- Wait a minute. Hold on. Stop you, the bike. You, you have Stop. Mel Gibson crying, Stop. eating Stop. mashed potatoes, and then Gus Gifford going- <laughs> Stop the bike. A lot of- I think this might be- I think that a great time. I think this might be the best dinner scene in any movie. Dude, yes. In yes. any movie, including Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, I was about to say that. Including Texas I think this one's I better. I want to intercut them all in a smart edit. But when Clancy Brown laughs during this scene, it and is Tatus, so fucking fall out of his mouth. Like he's like Gollum. What's Tatus? Exactly. <laughs> so good. Smash him, cut him, spew him out your mouth. Also, Dracula has a very good dinner scene. All right. Oh, 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 oh. I just, I, hold on. I just found it. All right. We, we got okay. to play this. Best scene in the film almost. Damn it, Gus. <laughs> so at the dinner table, Gus just knocked over the lima beans because he hates them. And now he's he's got potatoes in his mouth. He's staring at Jeff. And then he goes. <laughs> dude, his laugh is so evil. Evil dead, dude. So we see the bandage on his neck from what Zowie did. It's pustuling over, and they fix it. So he's kind of healing in a way. Well, it's but they don't heal. We know that yeah. they don't heal. They're dead. So that is after this scene. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is when. Um, oh, this is when Clyde starts fucking with Jeff more. Yeah. Right. So like. So, uh, no, um, Jeff 
and Drew are riding bikes on their way home, or they're walking bikes, and Clyde pulls up on his motorcycle, and he's about to fuck with them. Yeah, he starts fucking with them, but then Chase pulls up. And he's like, "Hey, I need some help at the, the yeah, yeah." Clinic. He goes, "If you got, if you can, and he's come like with saved me. by your dad, you know, because that comes back to play later yeah. when when uh, shit happens. He's like, you can't be saved by your dad." Anymore. He goes, "I'm really worried about Z- uh, Zowie. I want to keep him overnight for observation. This and that and the other." And, no, and, and that's he goes, when- "If you see Zowie, don't let him in your house." Like, and then and then and then uh, that's when Chase finally. No, he says Zowie escaped because Zowie already ate the kitten. Kittens, yes. Yeah. He broke out of the kennel. He ate the kittens. And this is uh, the taxidermy. Is this pre or post? This is post, right? Yes. Okay, this is post. Now, the taxidermist talks about, uh, you know, we, we already kind of touched upon this, but the taxidermist is like, get out of that town. Right. Gage Creed. This is when he came back for so, the second time. So, and that's like time. our only play to the original film is when well besides the pet cemetery but yeah no i know but that's the only time like well yeah but besides clyde mentioning ellie creed and the creed murders it's only the uh the old veterinary dude mentioning creed and all that the old movie other than in the script when marjorie mentions it and i think that this is probably a little too much they don't need yeah they can cut that out so i if i'm not mistaken this is where jeff and clyde actually get into it Jeff's riding his bike home, and Clyde pulls up on his uh, on his motorcycle this time. Yeah, and he drives up, and he's like, "What's up, Junior?" And he starts fu- and he grabs his handlebars and kind of throws them, and he's fucking with them, and- like in Lost Boys, like in Lost Boys, exactly. Come on, Michael! Come on, Michael! I can't beat your bike. Oh, that was pretty good. Listen to this. Come on, Michael! <laughs> I kind of sound like I'm a little bit, a little bit. All right. And then we get this great scene. Now, we're going to scenes here now, not to chop up time, but the reason why is because this movie has such great fucking scenes in this movie. I'd be remiss not to play this. All right, Jonathan, you know yes. this scene. You love this the scene. The great scene where Clyde exactly. dies. Exa- well, you By know. the hands of Gus. Well, we'll see. I'm just fucking with you. So, now he gets his bike, and he's putting it, uh, Clyde's... Clyde's putting the such an evil bully, dude. The bike up to Jeff's nose. Neither have I. Might even kill you. We might chew right into your brain. Visit your mom. Dude, the kid acting in here is great. Like they've been great actors. Jesus Christ, Gus! Zombie Gus, go home. I said go home! Said go home! Back in the day when every fucking bike had a water bottle. Just fucking with him. What are you gonna do? Give me a ticket? You shit, Gus. Dude, when you see Gus's look. Can't lay a finger on me. Is so. Oh. <laughs> Dude, this guy, like, you root for him in a way. So now he's taking up his his uh rat now? bike. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he puts it to his face, and of course, that awesome sweater he's wearing uh, doesn't really work out for him as it's going to get caught in the spokes. <laughs> Oh my lord, do I love this movie. Oh Jesus. So right after this, Gus notices that Drew Buddy is actually watching what's going on, and then he follows him, and Drew Buddy and his and his mother are <laughs> He's like, Mom, we got to get out of here. And then. This is such a weird scene because it's death by potato, which I think is really weird. And I thought, like, they changed this to what would be easier. So I read the script, and it's still death by potato. Yes. What a great song for the clip. Jesus and Mary Chain, who, by the way, did the uh, music for Bray Wyatt originally. Oh, I love it how he puts on a sheriff hat because he forgot it. He's like, Yeah, I got to be a sheriff now. So. Gus is going. It's so weird. Like, what's the deal with potato trucks? Is that like a big thing there? I mean, potatoes are important, dude. I know, but like, are they near Idaho? Dude, because they're. This is in Maine. Yeah, I know. Ludlow, Maine, or something. Look, I love this. This is the scariest scene in any horror movie. I swear to God. Gus is smiling. The wave. Dude, that is to this day creeps me out almost as much as Resident Evil One Zombie. (laughs) That wave. (laughs) <laughs> Although I think this is the shittiest death scene. But, but like, it potatoes. makes sense because like But look at that look though. That's like the shining like, look. Look, in Pest Emery 2, you have to have a highway death, right? Because it's all about the highway where people die because And a truck, traveling, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Most have So you have to have this. But why did I don't get the potato truck. And then you see like bloody limbs with potatoes everywhere. So this is where the, the movie is picking up so fast by this point, right? Like the movie does. It's it's we have our uh, characters established, and then at a certain point, the powder keg goes off, starting with um, the bully being killed, and then this, and that. Now Gus is coming out of the car. He's gonna look at his destruction, tip his hat, and go, oh, all right, cool, whatever. But he makes sure the deed is done. Yes. You know, he sees the bent limbs out of the potatoes. Now that he's killed his family, he thinks, oh, you know that girl I used to fuck back in the day, Jeff's mom? You know what? So, you know, that line, when Chase, okay, so here's what happens, and and basically the end of the film, like. Oh, hold on, we're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. Chase, uh, well, first we find out that. Not only did Gus, Gus digs up, uh, I got a piss, can can you uh, you take over? Yeah, so Gus digs up Renee and everything like that. And basically what happens is Chase figures out that and he gets a call. So he goes to the cemetery and he finds out that Renee is dug up. And there's a cemetery guy, it's all like, and he's like, "What? what? What the hell is going on? And... I'll wait for Zach to get back because in the script, there is a part where Chase calls after he finds out that Renee was dug up by probably Gus, and he knows it. I think he knows it. I don't know. 
But uh, he calls the veterinary guy of the original, like, with the Creed murders in the original fucking veterinary clinic, dude. And he's like, he talks to him, and he's asking him questions about what's going on. Like, it's it's weird. And I, I get why they edited this out, because there's a lot of, exp- you know, shit going on. Mm. And so Chase calls the veterinary dude. And he, he he tells him, like, oh, but my wife was just dug up. What the hell is going on? And the old school veterinary goes, mentions the Creed dude and shit like that and goes, get the fucking out. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, sorry, I'm back. It wasn't uh, in the film, though. It wasn't in the film, but it's almost too much. It's too much. It's too much explanation. You don't need it. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of scripts are written that way, so you can kind of, like, right. pick and get choose. It. Yeah. So now, finally, Chase is like, I'm going to get Gus. So he goes over to Drew Buddy's house, and it is fucking dilapidated within it's 20... It's like an Evil Dead scene. Dude. He, like, destroys the whole house and... He's drilling into fucking shit. And, yeah. again, I cannot do Clancy Brown justice. We have to watch this scene. We just have... Dude, no it's brain, too good. No pain. Yes, this is a... Oh, it's so good. Zowie's finally dead. Worst building, a doggy door. What's going on around here, Gus? <laughs> Why like did you shoot up my wife? Because <laughs> I wanted to fuck her. Ow. Oh, also, not in the script. When that happens. He doesn't say he wants to fuck her in the script. Got a permit for this? He does say permit for this, yeah. All great lines. Yeah, and then he pours out the bullets from the revolver. Gus is now grabbing grabbing Chase. The house looks like Texas Chainsaw Massacre does. Actually, it reminds me more of Evil Dead, but yeah. So, dude, he's getting a fucking drill gun and just screwing into his shoulder right on his... No brain? No brain. No pain. Think about it. Was that the script that had... It was? Yeah, it was. Wow. I thought he made that up. Okay, so now he's going at the drill. He moves, gets stuck, and then now we see Chase. He's loading up the revolver, the Colt Python. He gets up, throws against the wall. Remember Chase, I had Renee first. And then, <laughs> click, click. <laughs> click, click, boom. <laughs> I love this death scene, too, because he doesn't just die immediately. He's like, I'm going to wander around for a minute. But he's already dead. <laughs> he grabs the dresser. Like, I guess the brain is like, because it's like zombies. So the brain is still the power. Maybe. I don't know. Well, uh, we're di- No, he shoots him in the brain, though. Like, so you yeah, have to kill so the brain. I, I guess we're saying zombies. I guess we're agreeing yeah, on I zombies. Yeah, I guess that's like the rule. It's not spiritual, but it is. So now it's all a race to save Jeff at this point. And Jeff. Jeff is the most gothic Jeff now. is now, he dug <laughs> up his mom. Or no, no, no. No, we forgot the part where um, Jeff actually buries with Gus. Remember, Gus right. is all sincere. Yes. And, he goes, and he's like, you, you got to bury, bury your own. own. It's the way the Indian said. But at this point, Gus is like actually really cool with Jeff. Right. And I always felt really kinship with that. I'm like, because I, I always connected with Jeff, you know. The fur dog. Yeah. And I was like, dude, 
And like now, this is your real dad kind of thing. I loved Gus, you know. Do you hold on real quick? Theory Do you think that maybe Gus was Jeff's real dad and that's why he protects him during the bully scene and also during. No, 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 think think about it. No, no because no, no. he wants to fuck he wants the evil. No, no, hold on, Jonathan. Jonathan have it Renee so he can fuck her again. Jonathan. He think, wants to fuck a dead body. Jonathan, dude. think about it. Why would Why can't if there's no brain? Why would he save Jeff? Why would Because you have to bear your own. He wants to fuck. But he wants to fuck one of his old Indian spirits. Okay. I'm I'm just saying a theory of mine. Look, he's wait. He doesn't want to kill Jeff because he wants Renee, who he fucked. So he has some sort of zombie memory of but fucking Renee. But he protects Jeff the whole time, like even in the beginning, because when, he wants to fuck. No, Renee. no, no. I'm saying before he's a zombie, he's like you know, like back off. Back because off. he's a normal sheriff dude. Like he wants to like protect I everyone. I don't know. I'm just saying. He's not about fucking. Kids. I'm just saying. I'm gonna rewatch the movie and I'm going to. Think about it, and then I, I, I'll, I'll write some notes down and see see what you think. Okay. Before Gus is, is inherently good, inherently good. He's, he does his job to a T. Yeah, he's just old school, and 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 he, his stepson. Yeah, he plays him hard because he wants them to be not a fat round blob. Yeah, he wants them to be a man. All right, so now we're gonna just fast cut to Jeff. Edward Furlong's character is setting up all the clothes and everything else for for his mom's return after they bury her, him and Gus Gifford. Gus Gifford is now dead, but this yeah, happened a Chase couple seasons. Is now killing Gus Gifford. But yes. They, you know, Marjorie, who's at home, goes up into the attic. And she sees everything laid out and she's like uh, apparently she was a fan. I, I don't know yeah. in the script, but in the movie She's she's a huge fan. She's a huge fan. Yeah. And um she sees all this stuff, and and uh, she even doesn't she get in a dress and kind of be creepy. And yes, like, she gets in the dress in the script. I don't think she gets in the dress. She puts it up to herself. It kind of so. makes it more. Um, she gets in the dress, and it kind of makes her death more deserved. I think. Right. And then Renee comes out. Yes, which is creepy. You know, like it's almost Evil Dead status if she was more deader. You well, know? the Undertaker did a good job. I guess so, you know. Because remember with the melting scene, which we'll get to. But then, of course, we have to have the reunion ruined by our bully. And let's cut to that. Sorry, guys, for playing a lot of clips. But this movie is totally worth watching. And I guarantee that we can't do it justice. Plus, this episode's gone super long. It's one of our longest episodes ever. So let's go ahead and uh, play the clip. It's called Eat This. Death by stereo. Hey, Junior. Shit. Wanna play? I like Furlong. That's. It's even in the script where he says shit, but that's Edward Furlong's like. His delivery is great. Yes. But he'd normally say shit anyways. When I meet Fur Dog again, I don't think I'm gonna bring Terminator 2. I think I'm gonna bring this and go, dude, your best movie. About American History X. I don't know. Dude, I watched that. It's such a good movie. I want to review it, but I don't think the climate's right for me because yeah, the there's a lot of topics in that. It's a great movie, though. Oh, dude, zombie vomit. Ah. 
See, and that's when Renee stops being his mom when she's crashing all her no, shit down. No, but she down. says it's better, though. That's not in the script. So when she's burning up and dying, and she goes, stay with me, it's better. Not in the script. That's all the actor doing that. Which is hilarious. It is great because we always made fun of that line. Like staying Being, in the fire yeah, yeah. better. No, it's also it's also like, you know, when you were uh, your parents are divorced, stay with me, it's better. Ducks the axe. Yeah, I, I love this death scene too. It's so it's so Mortal Kombat with the explosion. This is so Oh, I love the ice skate. You're gonna die, Junior. You're gonna die. Why does he have to say it multiple times? Like, just, just die him. <laughs> eat this, asshole. Not in the script. He says eat this, not asshole. Oh, It's funny that electrocution kills his mom and him. Oh, I love this. Does me amigo. That's what he should have said. <laughs> I mean, that's his main line. Me amigo. <laughs> Look, this is the end of Terminator. When there's fire everywhere, his mom is there. Yeah. Like, come on. This is the end of Terminator 2. Right? Yes. So anyway, then we get you, it's not your mom. It's not your mom. Not your mom. It's not your mom. <laughs> that scene, right? Yeah. And then, uh, so, you know, that goes over quite well after this point because she starts melting. She goes, look at me. Look, I think Chase I... gets a bad rap in this whole thing. Like, I never liked Chase as his dad. I didn't. He kind of sucks. He's a pushover dad and he sucks. But he does, you know, he's not a hero in this at all, but he kind of is. No, he is. He kills Gus. Yeah, but I just And think, he saves his son. I just think he's not the right guy, you know? Yeah, okay, well, anyway, regardless, um, then we have another scene with the mom, and she just, like, the fire from this death starts up, you know, it, it starts blazing up in the attic, and the mom's, uh, I was going to say taxidermy, that's the wrong, well, actually, it's kind of fitting for this movie, her um, Undertaker shit starts melting, like, you see, actually, the wound from the the burn yeah. from the like and and she goes look at me I'm melting but at first she's like <laughs> stay with me it's better we can all be a family ah! and she melts like and then uh then we see Chase go it's not your mom not your mom it's not your mom you know you're dumb <laughs> you're it's not dumb. your mom you're dumb your mom gets burned up so they escape and then um we see one of the best credits ever and and dude you gotta admit this is like and it goes termin- back to like the pet cemetery yes through the dead wall but i love this because look deadfall we get them driving away but we see all the characters and it's so good this is reminiscent of the first song is this like the italian version i guess <laughs> so 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 but we get to see all the the profiles of everyone who died in the movie. Yeah, which is really weird for like this movie. No, I really like this though. That's like one of the things I love about this movie. But it's almost like they're trying to say you forgot about someone, you know? This ending, there should have been something that we forgot about, right? I, I That's love the way it, it seems. Yeah. It's like you're saying you forgot about the Indian burial ground. No, we remember that, but. Who else? 
I just, I, dude, for whatever reason, and I really like the rock formations and everything else. I like the fact that Clyde was a surprise deadite or, you know, Pet Cemetery bring back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, because we don't Cause you, see you Clyde don't being see buried, I don't think. Nobody buried. It, 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 you have to bury your own. So who who brought him back? It had to have been Gus because I, Gus killed him. But, yeah, but it's not his. I, I know, but I'm just saying. So, like, But he's an Indian spirit and he has the power to, you know, you would think it would have to be his mom or someone close to him to bury. You have to bury your own. There's a rule. So the fact that Clyde got brought back is kind of weird in how, like, the rules work. I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe because if you kill somebody, you bring them. Maybe if it's your kid, you bring them to life. Or I guess you own it if you kill him. But maybe that's a rule. But still, he kept Jeff Gus kept Jeff alive to bury his mom because he wanted to fuck her again. Look, it's just all a game. About he wants to get laid again. You know what? Maybe it's just pathos. If you have enough energy for something that, like, either you killed or you brought back into life or you love somebody, it's your brother, it's your mother, it's... it's. I don't know. Why would he bring back Clyde? Just to have built an army? Maybe because he killed him and he... Why didn't in Penn Cemetery didn't he bring one, ba- they bring... Hold on, you're right. Why didn't he bring back Drew? Yeah, why wouldn't he bring back Drew? He loved Drew. Kind of. Kind of. I think he actually did. Why wouldn't he bring back his wife? Man, you know what's Why funny? wouldn't he bring back Amanda? This this so movie fuck her again. This movie is certified rotten at like 33%, and we're giving it so much levity. This movie is way better than a lot of people think. Look, if you don't think about it as hard as we just did, it's actually a great film. No, it is a great it's a great film, even if you love it as much as we do. This movie is so also like the 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 tone of the film. And the rewatchability, so well. the rewatchability, the soundtrack is fucking phenomenal. Fur dog, fur dog, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, and also like the pet cemetery scenes are great. Like they really go into the pet cemetery like parts of it. Yeah, definitely. Well shit, dude. I think we did it. Yeah. Dude, thank you for doing Pet Cemetery. I've been this waiting good, for this dude. for like a lot of fucking months, and this is gonna kick off. Even though we we did Halloween, but this is our first October Boy. episode, I think. And uh, I really appreciate it, dude. Really good. Um, oh shit! I lost, I, I lost my fucking keys. You lost Where's your keys? It? We'll find them. Wait, 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 True, buddy. Where's your keys? Um, Found them. So, uh, thank you for being on the show. Remember, uh, Hoodcast AF, Jonathan, throw out the plugs, please. Absolutely. Hoodcast AF, not your mother's action figure podcast. The biggest collective podcast of all time where we talk a bunch of shit. We're the bad boys of action figure podcasting. Find us on every available podcast network. Not, Ever. Not on the channel yet, but I will convince you of being on the channel. Um... As you know, our Patreon is the channel, and we have five shows. We're working on six. Jonathan's got a very great deal, though, for $3. You could join the NECA figure, and you get a bunch of broke stuff Broke-ass NECA, because NECA's, they used to always break. We but know. it's the broke-ass NECA tier, dude. It's only so, $3. So they all again. kinds of shows. Bonus so, shows, everything. So if you think we're feuding, we are not. We, um... It's all it's all uh, fucking a work except for to the members on the, on Hoodcast. You guys they'll never know because they'll never hear this. No, they won't because they're not classy. All right. So anyway, uh, be kind. Rewind. And I think don't you have some videotapes? Or something? 
I really like your card, but I can't say that. The bone. That's called Nimbus. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. You can shake my hand, but simply, I am not here. Can I wash my gloves <laughs> after almost engaging in oh, gay sex? Dude, I got an appointment at Dorcia. You got Dorcia at got eight? Dorcia. Eight sounds great. Great. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, love you and um, be kind. Rewind, as I said. Thank you.